welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is Caroline Goldfarb, aka Official Sean Penn. All right, so Caroline is incredible. She's hilarious. She's so witty, sharp, funny. Uh, oh my God. And she hosts a pop culture podcast called This Week Had Me Like. All right, so subscribe immediately if you don't already. It's too good. And, uh, and Caroline is the brains behind the crazy famous Instagram account, Official Sean Penn. So she's hilarious. I can't stand it. Uh, it's if I could, if I had the option, I would, because I, I don't know her very well. I've only met her twice in real life. And if I had the option, I would just be near Caroline 24-7 so I could always be laughing because her personality is infectious. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter to find out what I'm talking about. You probably already do. Uh, you can find her at official Sean Penn or Snapchat at OSP. And if you're in Los Angeles, uh, she'll be performing at UCB Franklin uh, at a midnight show this coming Friday, October 7th, 2016. I'm giving you the year because who knows what year you happen to be listening to this gosh darn podcast. Uh, the show is called Cool Shit, Weird Shit, and I think you should be there. I think I might be there. Uh, that could be incredible. Back to our chat. During our conversation, Caroline and I go on a tangential journey. As per the huge, uh, I think it's a real fun romp. You know, we talk about showbiz, romance, celeb culture, the story of her life. She even brought me a present. That's my favorite kind of guest. Ones who bring presents and have a willingness to open up and get real with me. And she did both. Um, and then towards the end, she gives incredible dating advice. Uh, it's, you know, she's, it's like she's channeling her mom. She's like just like all these like kernels of knowledge from her traditional Persian mom. It's great. It's a great app. Uh, and if you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, I would love for you to subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment, and let's you and I be friends on all of social media. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, at Alexi Wasser. But uh, now I'm going to sit back and shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with the wonderful Caroline Goldfarb, a.k.a. Official Sean Penn. Now entering Nerdist.com. Are you coming up? Oh, come on up. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh my god, we're recording. We're recording immediately when you walk in. Get in here. Oh my god. Oh, I was like, I just got my email. Hi. 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 Good How are you? See you. You're so tiny, I forget. <laughs> oh, this is Aristotle. Hi, Hi. Nice, nice to meet you. you. Handsome, handsome producer. Do you want to sit here? I do. There's no way I could run to the bathroom before we oh, start. Oh, you're disgusting. Yeah, of course, of I course. Know. Yeah. I admit <laughs> fluid. We're leaving, we're leaving the podcast. Yes, there's one... Uh, Jennings. You did? We're recording again? Yeah. We left the bathroom front end. We're hugging again. Are you not wearing a bra? I'm giving you a, a little braless I nipple. I love it. Here, get over here. Mia. fucking doing it. Oh my god. Oh my god, this is it. This is where the magic is. This is where the magic Have you ever heard this podcast? I, mean, I, I listen Don't to worry about it. <laughs> no, I just... listen to your episode with Penelope Gazin. Oh, that's like the one that people listen to. Well, because I love Penelope. Yeah. And you're the best, Avi. Yeah. So Wait. I've heard that one. Yeah. And I also... Uh, Free water from Nerdist, from Chris Hardwick to you. Thank you. Thank you, Chris Hardwick. Thanks, Chris Hardwick. Shout out to Chris Hardwick. Um, <sighs> I yes, could you. talk for an hour about could Chris you? Hardwick alone. Oh, my God. Look what I found. I went to uh, I went to Starbucks. Oh, yeah? And I got 
iced coffee, and it tastes like there's soap in it. So I was like really ex- annoying. Thank God I got this refresher, revitalizing energy drink just to. So I found this weird thing. Couple this... things to unpack here. Yeah. One, you went to Starbucks and got three separate items. I did. What, That's a baller what? move. What this protein pack? Protein pack. Protein pack. Refresher. Soap coffee. Soap coffee. I'm like, oh, look who's podcasting who right now. You're such a pro. I can't believe it. You're way more exciting than I am already. I can't, I can't handle this. Okay, second thing to unpack is <laughs> Alexi just handed me a ticket to, not a ticket, excuse me. Uh, it's a, it's a ticket, I'd, I'd want it back. Thin brochure to the Los Angeles Ultimate Women's Expo featuring such heralded speakers as Cookie Johnson. <laughs> Who's that? She's Magic Johnson's wife. Oh, that's Kim cool. Zolciak from <laughs> Don't Be Tardy and Judge Lauren Link. It's just, they have these every year. Do they? And every year the guests never cease to amaze me. Yeah, oh wow, you're aware of it. You're um, so aware of what's happening in pop culture and uh, thin leaflets or uh, brochures, whatever you call it. And don't it. worry about it because at the LA <laughs> Ultimate Women's Expo, there's going to be free makeovers, massages, and haircuts. I'd go for that. But always be wary of something that tells you they're giving you free massages, haircuts, or makeovers. Okay. Because I fell prey to one of these situations recently. I think you'll find the story interesting. I hope so. And then we'll like really start the podcast. Okay. But yeah, but tell I'm me. Sorry. I have no, a bad t- habit of like... Tangential, that's what we do here. I'm a strong tangential, tangential mind. Let's do it. So I don't know if you know about Rihanna's clothing line for Puma. I don't. Rihanna's currently (laughs) doing an athleisure wear line with Puma. You shouldn't be aware of it. But it's weird, though, because I was just listening to you on your own podcast, talking to Perez Hilton, and you were then talking about Rihanna's... uh, Manolo Blahnik Manolo Blahnik line of, like, denim boots and whatever. So now we're talking about a new line. Okay, what's going on? The point is she was doing a pop-up store in L.A. that someone told me I didn't know about it and they're like if you go they'll give you free manicures free makeovers and all this free stuff you just have to show up okay and I went and it was so eerie it was like empty it was definitely a Rihanna pop-up store with no one in it with a bunch of hairstylists and makeup artists standing around. Your favorite. You must love these people. I went through to each one. I got a, walked out with a full you head-to-toe makeover. And what? Did you look great? I looked amazing. I got uh, I got braids. I got a crazy nighttime makeup look. And I got a manicure. You did? I swear to God. So why is this an eerie experience? This seems like it's something to strive for. You had a really wonderful day in Los Angeles, it sounds like. Was it, and Rihanna was not there. Uh, Rihanna was not there. Right. It was just eerie. I didn't feel like it was natural. It was, it not, was natural. not of God. Okay. It was, sounds like I should go to this expo, though. That's maybe. what it sounds Check like. It <laughs> um, all right. Here's the thing. So I did research on you. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm honored. I got a lot of questions for you. I want to know. But I want to get like, I want to I zoom out a bit. I want to look down. I don't want to be like, oh, you know, only talk about pop culture. I want to zoom out on the girl, on the woman mm-hmm. who has made this kind of like career for herself that, uh, you know, is all about pop culture. I want to mm-hmm. know who is that girl? Mm-hmm. What's her deal? What's, are you single? No, I'm not single. You're not single? But I'm the girl to talk about sex to. Really? Because Wait. it's only as of recently that I have a sigo. What's that? A significant other. A sigo. A sigo. Do you use this phrase? He's only, he's only 24. Aristotle. Sigo? I've not heard that either. Exclusive. Uh, <laughs> a podcast from exclusive. Nine to your ears. <laughs> so I have a significant other right now. He's great. His name is John Milstein. He's a funny writer. What? what who, where does he write on? Well, he wrote for Funny or Die for a while and is a really funny sketch writer and director and tweeter. And tweeter. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> a great tweeter. How many followers does he have? Um, Definitely 
in more, the more after this podcast. More after this. Okay, <laughs> but how many? I don't know. He's got to be up there, maybe between you know eight billion and ten billion. That's exciting. Is he verified? He's not. I don't think he's verified. That's fine. But I, <laughs> I am dating someone. I know. I'm like. I don't want to blow up his social media spot. You and, should. Um, well, all right. Keep going. So I was single. I've dated a lot of crazy guys in L.A. I could also talk about that. For uh, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Thank God. We're going to think all about it. And that's my current relationship status. For how long? How long have you guys been going out We've for? been going out for six months, and it's interesting. This weekend, I went to his brother's wedding Okay, in on the East Coast, and it was really wild and amazing. We've... Six months is a pretty long time, but it's not really like I've known his family for years and years long. It was just making the cut to go to this wedding. Oh, just making the cut. In my opinion. Last week we had uh, somebody on the podcast talking about how that's when you – it can really make or break a relationship. Mm -hmm. Make or break a relationship going to a wedding with your boyfriend. It was a test for sure. Because you look at the people getting married and you go – uh, do we have that? Is that going to be us? Could we have that? Do we, will we never have that? So yeah, what was your experience? It was crazy. He was the best man. So I was just watching him be part of the wedding party, watching his brother get married to his loved one, whose name is kind of similar to mine. And I couldn't help but have visions of our future wedding. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. I'm only human. (laughs) But we did thankfully talk about it, about how weddings are, really crazy in that way that they really make you assess where you're at with your lover yeah whether that's on the table you don't obviously want to i didn't go to him and be like is this gonna be us but we kind of skirted around it but it was definitely crazy but my favorite part of the wedding i feel like uh i had to meet a ton of his family oh my god stressful uh yeah it was great but definitely stressful yeah but i sat next to his mom's best friend and his and his mom's best friend's husband the south african gentleman who was very nice who kissed me on the lips later that he night he did have you ever been kissed on the lips by like a relative uh, male relative i've closed my eyes my mom's closed her eyes and we went in for a kiss we both thought we were going to kiss each other's cheek but then we kissed each other's lips and then oh. opened our eyes and went ew but Wait, that's kissing it kissing your mom and dad on the lips while sure controversial i think it's totally controversial. okay <laughs> Well, sure, maybe not everyone's cup of tea. I think that's totally fair game. No, the, I don't think that's happened to me. I don't think the, the kiss on the lips from somebody else has well, it's happened. Never to happened me. to me. But you can you can pretty much a picture date. the scene. It was yeah. like a creepy-ish uncle type who just you know had a couple drinks and just when my boyfriend asked him, "Oh, have you guys met?" This guy just went in for. He was like, "We have met with old friends." Oh. He just went in for a kiss on the lips. But that's not even the story. I like so, your accent. That was great. Well, you'll hear it again in a second. Hello, Governor. Hello. I'm, I'm South African. <laughs> so we were sitting next to each other at the wedding, and out of nowhere, you know, I must have told him, "Oh, I live in LA. I work in entertainment." Da, 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 da. He's like, "Oh, you work in LA? Have you heard of the show Mr. Robot?" And I was like, Mr. Robot, I was just trying to be so nice. I'm like, oh, I haven't watched it, but it wins Emmys. It's a great show. I know it's really critically acclaimed. Like, what, Caroline, what are you talking about? He's like, it's a very interesting show. I've been watching it, and the sex scenes are very perverse, very interesting, kind of grimy sex scenes. And I'm like, we're at a wedding. I just met you. You're 50 years old. And then later that night, he kissed me on the lips. Oh, my God. 
So, um, brewing. that was my boyfriend's that, brother's wedding. That's exciting. It was so fun. That's exciting to be even invited because I feel like he must really like you because if I were invited to a wedding and I was unsure of somebody I was dating, I would go to the wedding alone because the wedding is such a good, it's a wedding is such a good place to meet people, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's nice to be single at a wedding. So this is a, this is a good step. It's a different. It was a, yeah, it was, it was cool to have someone at a wedding. Uh, how did you guys meet? We have a lot of friends in common. Yeah. I had met him here and there at parties and da, da 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 And I always thought he was so cute. And then I just shamelessly hit him up on Facebook Messenger being like, we should hang out. And it was just, and with a Power Rangers emoji. Yeah, which, is there a Power Rangers emoji? Word to the wise, if you're listening and you're on Facebook Messenger, download the Power Rangers oh emoji. Oh my God. Pack. It's a huge... It's just going to come in to your sexual toolkit and be a super handy go-to tool. Okay. It's really casual, but also fun and self-aware. Yeah. And you'll just throw one of those at a suitor. And before you know it. At a suitor. <laughs> engagement time. Oh, my God. That's a weird finger move you did. I, I did mean, I my under- right hand yeah. engagement finger. but <laughs> I, well, I, I was... love it. It looks it's uh, sexy. Oh, my God. Okay. So you're dating him. Six months. Have you ever been on Tinder or Raya? Oh my God, Raya was Ugh. such a nightmare. Were you and on the, Raya? Oh girl, I was Tell paying seven ninety nine a month. You were after being rejected once from Raya. You got, you got rejected, then you got back in. I got back in. Hopeful, hopeful. Have, are you on That's Raya? Hopeful. Well, yes, but I, I don't pay for it because uh, mm. this is like some I don't I, I don't somebody early on when it was when it was in beta form, somebody sent me. An invite. Okay. One, one of the people on the weird decision making, whatever. I don't know who these people are, but yeah. Well, the way so, I describe Ryan. Wait, hold on. I am hidden, though. I just want to say I'm hidden and I go back what and forth between. Because I, I hide my profile. I don't want people to see me on it so I can look at people, but I'm not in the mix. And then sometimes I will delete my app. I'll hide myself and then I'll delete it so I don't even go on there. So right now I have the app on my phone just to, because it's like a loneliness eliminator. It makes me go, oh, who's, who's on the thing? But nobody can see me. That's all. So you're a Raya lurker. I'm a Raya lurker i didn't even know that was a thing it's a thing it's my thing so you just go and you cruise i don't know listen sometimes i cruise sometimes i hop on but i'm at the point right now where i don't trust any man who's on riot even though i've met a lot of great guys on riot but i'm also like yeah so maybe i can't be trusted when i'm on there but i feel like women have better intentions where it's like i'm looking negative place it's a negative place don't don't you think yeah tell me why so first off let me just say that i the best way i would describe raya is the app where i paid eight dollars a month to wait for Joe Jonas and Matthew Perry to text me, or excuse me, to Raya me back. Did they Raya you back? No, Raya was a pit of despair for me. Like, I would see these celebrities, and I, and you would see people that looked kind of normal that were maybe in your league, but Raya was the one dating app, and I've been on most of them, where no guy ever actually made the move to hang out. Oh, really? Which I thought was really, really, really put it apart for me in terms of other dating apps. And yeah. what I've heard since from people is that Raya is full of models. Okay, hold on. You haven't done the work and gone and looked at all the girls who are on there? I'm not I'm not checked as by on on there. I'm not checked as by either except when I hang out with my girlfriends and we go, "Let's get an idea of who the other girls are." And sure. all my other girlfriends were like, "You have to you have to do this for yourself, Lexi. You got to like check out all the girls." So I did that. They're so they're all models. They're all models. I think I heard that there's like a prostitution problem on there, but that's that's, oh my god! That's I, I heard I, that from somebody who's not on there. But anyway, I looked at all the girls. There's a there's a mix of like real people, creatives, and then like supermodels. It's like Victoria's Secret models, just model, model, model. Yeah. And um, no thanks. But the weird thing is, my last four relationships have been from guys I met on Riot, which is weird. Which is why I'm like, so it's working for you? No, it was. But, girl, but none of them, they all blew up. Anyway, they're bad guys. On. They're bad guys. Riot's a bad place. Riot's a bad place. Save keep, yourself. Keep going. Delete your app. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, that's just the worst kinds of people that would you'd meet at like the bungalow or whatever other LA hotspots. People say it's like you know the the Soho House. Of, Thank you. The Soho yeah. House is a better example. Yeah. Illuminati Tinder, the Soho House of uh, dating apps, whatever. Yeah. Just either have just. Go through your friends. Have them set you up with people. I'm not dating for a year. I'm taking a year off. Sabbatical. Pussy sabbatical. A pussy sabbatical. A private sabbatical. We all need that. It's sometimes when it's when you're least looking for love that it that you find it hits you in the face with its big dick. (laughs) They're just like, which is the cursor on your website, right? Yes, my website, carolingoldfarb.com. Yes. (laughs) Has a sparkling penis cursor. When I was doing my research on you, I was like, I I was like, wait a minute, what is a cursor? A dick, it and then is. and then I was like, and then when I click on things, sometimes it wouldn't work, and then I really had to get the tip of the dick it's, on the thing, it takes and a lot then work. click. I was like, wow, she's really making me walk through this fearlessly. Uh, I'll do know. it. I'm sorry for that. I mean, look, sure, the penis cursor provides a lot of logistical issues in terms of just clicking on things on my website. It's fine. That being said, would I trade these problems? <laughs> I, I, I just don't want any other cursor besides my sparkly. It just sparkles. It does. Did I, I not notice that? Might be your browser. I was in a rush. Yeah. Check it out on Safari or Chrome. Wait, uh, what should I do it, it on Safari or Chrome? It should work on either of those. Okay, back to Raya though, real quick for a second. Raya's the worst, dude. I but, would meet some guys that yeah. would, I would like get into these long, texty. I, my least favorite thing about dating websites is yeah. when you get into that forever middle zone of foreverness of guys text me being like how's your day i just did this i'm walking to the store and i'm like i've literally never met you yeah i don't even do this with people i'm actually dating yeah i'm not here to be your weird text whore where you can like vent your most basic small talk but anyway so we would get to that place with a couple of guys Wait, on text or on the app i would usually move to the text because as we all know raya's messaging system is really unreliable oh is it why why is that would not- that not be an excuse you would hear for guys they'd be like sorry like my raya messages are always on the fritz here's my number i think that's a lie i think people wanted your number well the point is none of those (laughs) things ever worked out and i would like try to meet up with them but it would never work yeah i just get a really bad vibe from raya uh yeah but that's fine now because i'm you got a great guy yeah you got a great guy oh well what i did just just to finish up everything i feel i need to say and needs to be said about raya i um I did, I, you know, I, yeah, I would get involved in these like long chats where I felt like oh, so much emotional energy was being exerted. And, like the people yeah, pleaser in me part totally. was like, I have to get back to all these people. They're going to get mad at me. I have to get back to them. No. But, you, but then I also have this thing where I'm like, okay, I'm already on it. I was, I was already on an app. I'm already on an app. Whatever. I was mm-hmm. already on an app. Mm-hmm. I thought, I don't want to also message the guy first. The least he can do. We're already on this fucking app. It's all so lazy. Oh, I would play the, that game too, but you got to throw your ego away, girl. But it's not going to get you anywhere. But we got to have, ha- well, it wasn't, I was like, I was asking myself, is this about ego? And then I thought, no, I'm just, I just want the path of least resistance. I, I don't want to be going after something. I'm already on the app. That's enough. So then what I do is I put in my bio and mm. I also want men to have to, have to like rise to the occasion. I want men to have to rise to the occasion to like be uh, masculine. I know it's horrible. It's not no, futuristic. same. I'm the worst with that. I'm like, I'm like the most traditional girl. I basically yeah. churn butter and that's my attitude. That's towards your men, attitude towards men. Well, I wrote in my bio, I went, listen, I'm a romantic and, uh, and I don't want to message first. And I think it's more romantic for a man to message first. And, mm. so, and that way I would see like, okay, who read the thing? That's and great. Who can at least, but I said what I needed. So at least I like put out my feelings. So I was like really taking this seriously Baby on the app. steps. No, but I like that because I'm the same as you. I'm like, if a guy's not messaging me first. Is this a guy I want to be with? I'm not yeah. going to message him. And it's very like, but if you put your feelings out there. Yeah. And then he still can't do it. But uh, yeah, all the relationships have blown up in my face. But then I was like, and then I'll be done with this in a moment Mm -mm. um 
aren't there good and bad people everywhere? So if you and I found ourselves mm. on Raya and we're good people. Yes, there's you, probably a couple of good guys. Some of the there. guys must be good. Yeah. So and I've met there. nice people, but then nothing ever worked out and they ended up what I'm just so confused. I don't know what to do, but right now I'm off of it. But I know that I did jump back on for a moment a few weeks ago, and mm. the reason I jumped back on was when I saw John Mayer on it. That's what a monster John I am. Mayer I was like, John Mayer. Such a pussy monster, dude. The <laughs> shit I've heard about John Mayer is shocking. Is it? Well, tell me everything. This whole podcast just derails into like us talking about John Mayer, which is fine with me, actually. But uh... we'll quickly just say <laughs> this. I've only heard terrible things. I'll really? Tell you a couple personal anecdotes I've heard from others. Per- that I Personal anecdotes from others? That I've been told <laughs> multiple times I'm not supposed to be sharing. Okay. But nobody's listening. So my friend's uncle is like some big watch dealer who's really close with John Mayer. Okay. Whatever. He's really into watches. He's kind of like a skeevy, skeev, vibe. The watch guy? No, the uh, John Mayer. Okay. Yeah. Like a guy who's really into watches. Don't you think that's a red flag? <laughs> I think, I mean, yeah. Hmm. Let me laugh. I am with you. So they were close with John Mayer when John and Jennifer were dating. Jennifer Aniston. Uh, for all of you who don't know who she's referring to, she's referring to Jennifer Aniston. Right, right, right. Thank you. And my friend was at dinner with John and his uncle, and he, throughout the dinner, was on the phone with Jennifer Aniston for about 75% of the time, in which he said he heard fights that... This is just at a casual dinner with wow. people. He suffice that he had never really heard in a romantic relationship where they would be literally screaming at each other on the phone like, how dare you? You can do this. But then they would... Go back on a roller coaster down to, I'm sorry, I love you, baby. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. Back up to, like, screaming and back down. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. And I really shouldn't tell this other story. No, I'm like, I okay, want Allegedly, that. I heard <laughs> yeah. that John Mayer was dating someone. Katy Perry? No, no, no. None of my business. And Yeah, I cannot say. But he, one of the things he wanted her to do was him to get under a glass coffee table. You guys, for those of you listening at home, Alexi's <laughs> eyes are twice as long. <laughs> So he wanted to get under a glass coffee table and have the girl pee on top of it while he was underneath. Yeah, I was thinking shit in my head, but like, no, not, I'm, I'm disappointed, but let's keep going. I'm ready for more. That's it. And she had to dump him. She didn't do it? Mm-mm. I feel like I would have done it. No, no, no. I'm not the broken, new me. Not the new me. I'm a broken person as well. And yeah, <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> who, who said I was broken? Oh, no. Can you see me more clearly than I can see myself? No, I mean, being broken is not a bad thing. Look, if yeah. John Mayer told me to fucking. I don't think we should do it. You don't want to do it. I don't think hypothetical. I don't think we should do it. I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, girl. I gotta leave you behind on this one. He's so handsome, though. Oh my god! I would on continuum, light some candles, and I'll pee on a coffee table for you any day. Oh my god! When I hear uh, glass coffee tables, I just think that scene in uh, Sixteen Candles Mm. with uh, Anthony Michael Hall underneath when when there he's like underneath the glass table. So true. Um, God, where do we go from here? I think we've said it all. All right, and and thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Holy shit. Okay. So mm. if you, well, I guess I'm not going to do this hypothetical if you're being set up on a blind date. Mm. Um, if you're at a party, let's say you're at a party yeah, and uh, you're talking to somebody and uh, they've been living under a rock for many years and they go, hey, uh, what do you do? What are you all about? How do you spend your days? Like, what what do you do, Caroline? It, how, how do you describe what you do? That's a great question. It is. You're welcome. And honestly... I like to vary my answer depending on my mood. I want the truth, okay? I want okay. Yeah, but tell me, give me the variations of how you see yourself. Usually, I'll just say I'm a writer because that is really my passion is just like writing pop culture criticism or writing whatever it is that I write. And I feel like it's the easiest way to sum up all the things that I do. Yeah. But now recently, I've been saying also, I'm like a pop culture. I'm one of our nation's foremost thinkers oh. on pop culture. Oh my god. 
it's true. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll say, oh, I run a famous Instagram account, official Sean Penn. And sometimes I'll say, uh, that's pretty much usually what I'll say. Yeah. I mean, I come from a stand-up and improv background. You do? I want to know about so that. So in my heart of hearts, I feel, I would never say I'm a comedian because I don't do stand-up really and I'm not like a traditional stand-up, but... In my heart of hearts, like I just want to be bringing laughs to the masses and yeah. being funny. So that's what I'd like like to be. Yeah. But recently, I've gotten into doing. Have you? Have I told you about my PowerPoint passion? I watched the dolphin PowerPoint passion mm. project online. There's a video on CarolineGoldfarb.com. Mm. Uh, is um, this what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tell us about that. Yeah. What? Is, well, yeah. What? What's your current passion? Well, I'm really passionate about giving. Uh, PowerPoints on stupid, on silly topics pertaining to celebrities. Like the one Alexi is talking about is a PowerPoint I did on celebrities with dolphins, which is a phenomenon that you should know about. Okay. If you don't. Uh, celebrities basically, there's a crazy. I do now. I watch the PowerPoint. Well, yeah. there's a crazy treasure trove of images online of celebs hanging out with dolphins, and I unpack it in that video. Yeah. But currently, I. I'm really obsessed with Britney Spears' Instagram. Oh, why? What's happening? She posts a lot of mom memes and nonsensical things. And it's just a crazy world. And I have a whole PowerPoint on it. I just did it last night at UCB. It was pretty tight. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wait, why, how did this happen, though? How did this celebrity... Like, we're going to get back to this, I swear to God. But I wonder, at what point... Wh- where were you born? L.A. Wh- where? Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. And, uh... Okay. I went to school with a lot of, like, C-list celebrities' children. And like, I think- who? Oh my god, if you're gonna go that far, anybody well, let's not say C-list. Let's say like a lot of cool celebrities' kids. Uh like David Hasselhoff's daughter was in my grade and you know, Michael Jackson's niece was went to school with me. And all these people that were like connected in the industry, my parents are not industry folk. Yeah, what do they do? My mom's a dental hygienist. Very cool. And my still? dad Yeah, oh, still. Wow. Okay. And my dad works in computers. Doing what in computers? He, he does like internet stuff. I don't yeah. really don't understand what he does. You really don't? I really don't. Okay. Like right now he works at a pharmaceutical company and I think he makes like apps and network systems for doctors to check their patients. It's so confusing. It sounds Alexi. boring. But it sounds cool. <laughs> Wait, do you have a cold or you have the Ricola? I'm, I'm getting over a little cold. You're getting over? Do you want? I do. I feel like I have like, <clears throat> I'm doing a lot of that, which is like not fun on a podcast for anybody listening. Same. But I'm, people only listen to the Penelope Gazing episode, so nobody's ever going to hear this. Stop. JK, they totally will. Um, I'm trying to keep my suckling to a minimum. <clears throat> okay. Oh, we're cool. Anyway, people want to be. This is real. Okay, so I don't know. I've always been kind of obsessed with what? the weird side of celebrity culture. Like, what school did you go to? I went to the school called Buckley. You went to Buckley. Do you have you heard of it? Of course, I have. I, you know, I where did I where did I go? I went to Loxa, LA oh. County High School for the Arts. Oh, you went to Loxa. I went to a public art school. Yes. Or, yeah. I feel like I know so many people. I didn't realize you were Josh, from LA. Josh Groban went there. I went to Wonderland Avenue. It's really weird because people will ask Wonderland me. Wonderland Avenue is not in the hills. In Laurel Canyon, I went yeah. to the Magnet Program there. People will ask me. They'll go, "What school did you go to?" And they mean college, but I. I always accidentally lead with my elementary school. I'll be like, I went to Wonderland because I'm like so excited because it's like this beautiful, magical like school in the canyon. So you went to Buckley. Did you go to college? I went to Northwestern. Northwestern? What did you study there? Writing? Uh, English, yeah. Okay. You know, classic reading. And you're thriving. I want to know where you uh, went to college. I did not go to college. Isn't it it clear? I mean, no, it's not clear. I didn't know that. I uh, did not go to college. I moved to New York like the day after I graduated high school. Wow. Graduated high school, 
uh, Josh Groban was in my class. That's you, just like, I keep bringing him up. Do you guys have like a fling or something? Uh, I'm in love with Josh Groban. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I like I touched upon him, something. but then I but then I'm like talking about him again because I'm like she likes celebrity people. No, no, keep bringing up Josh Groban. It makes me feel very comfortable. <laughs> Josh Groban, Josh Groban. I uh, I did go on one date with Josh Groban. I knew it. I knew there was something there. <laughs> I knew it. I didn't even Nothing. have to dig that hard. I'm all like, please let me tell you my Josh Groban story. Please tell me your Josh Groban story. Honestly, look, I care about you going to New York and all that, but let's be honest, I'm here for the Josh Groban story. <laughs> oh my God. How embarrassing me pushing so hard. You didn't push. Car- I'm Caroline's pushing. like, relax on the Josh Groban. Like, is there something Alexi. you want to tell me? I'm like, yes, I've been meaning to say this. Alexi. My entire life. <laughs> you don't understand. I'm begging you to tell the Josh Groban story. It's no longer you pushing. I'm on my hands and knees and I'm not one to beg. I'm a proud oh! woman. But I'm here, just a human with you, begging you to tell me the story. It's like the podcast just came to life. I'm like, she likes celebrity gossip. Here we go. Um, no, I don't know. We went to high school together. I was like totally into my teacher, and I remember like I graduated high school, and then and on that same day as graduation, I like made out with my French theater teacher, who was like way too oh. old to me, totally gross. And then years later. Your French over. theater teacher. His name is. Oh, I, I totally know. am getting the scene right now. Let's oh, we take it I slow. Have... You look like a gammon French star of cinema, like a thank Jane you. Birkin oh, type. Thank you. So you know that horned up middle aged French theater teacher was like, oh, one of these days I'm gonna take her little striped shirt off. Like I totally, you know, I imagine you're wearing like a. French... I almost wore a striped shirt actually, but I'm dressed like Andrew WK right now. Which is such it. an old reference it. with my. Eyes. No, I love it. Um, anyway, so you made out with your French theater. Teacher. Made out with my French theater teacher. Super dark. Super dark. He like tasted like onions, which I thought was disrespectful. I'm like, God, he like if he wanted this to happen. You're gonna be getting young, tight pussy. I know. Throw a mint in there. Throw a mint in there. Don't take that bite of that sandwich. Um, yeah, and we made out, and then Josh Groban came to be because you know he was kind of he was always lovely, always so nice and charming and likable in high school. But he was like in the music program. I was in the performing arts, whatever it was. Oh God! (laughs) You know who else was in in my class? Taryn Killam. Oh, fun! I can't pronounce his name. From SNL. Now he's not on SNL, so forget it. I didn't know he was from LA. He's born and raised in LA. Cool. Um, yeah, and then years later, I don't know what happened. Uh, some, years later. Uh, years later, over social media, somehow. Over social media. Social media, it all happened. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, there's social media. Do, 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 Josh Groban. Alexi. Yesterday I was texting Aristotle. I'm like, uh, tomorrow on the podcast we've got Caroline Goldfarb. She's funny. Like I was just like really like wanting to like get ready, get like lubed up for how funny you are. And it's true. <laughs> Good. I'm Here so happy. Are. I'm looking um, up to that. I don't know. I don't, the story really goes nowhere. I didn't have sex with Josh Grove. Where did you guys go on your date? I don't know. We went to La Boheme. Bohem. Oh, the one with the pigs? No, that's Bourgeois Pig. What oh, am I what? The one near UCB. Relax. Yeah. No, no, no. It's on Santa Monica Boulevard. Mm. I don't know. By Kings Road. It's not really neither here nor there. I don't so know. It didn't go well. You guys made, didn't do anything. I mean, it went fine. You guys made out? Did he slip a little Josh, a little of his Groban in your mouth? <laughs> like his tongue? <gasps> He's I, totally great. Totally all right you're giving a very peasy answer okay. i get it okay well i love that you went on a date with we josh made out. we did make out we did make out yeah he's uh a- <laughs> my groban i didn't want to i wanted to think that josh groban was like the dog i know he is he's not gonna let a date with a beautiful girl go by without slipping her the old mouth groban <laughs> if you know what i'm saying he's not gonna let that opportunity pass him by God. Good. I'm happy you confirmed it because I don't want to go. I don't want to go home today thinking he's like some pussy. What know? about what about your celebrity dates? 
Um, Any celeb dates? That's a good question. Yeah, and then I'll I'll give you give me one. I'll give you one more. I'll give you a ridiculous one. Oh my god, the only time I've come close to a celebrity date. Oh come on. Well, I'm just trying to think. I don't think I've ever. I'm okay. A big celebrity hit on me. That's pretty good, right? John Mayer. Oh, girl. Steve Aoki? If John Mayer had hit on me, you think I'd be sitting here doing this podcast with you? I'd be, like, locked up in his guitar sex chamber. <laughs> You'd be shitting on a table. <laughs> shitting on a damn table <laughs> every damn day of my life. So, uh, Jonah Hill, actually. What? He's kind of an admirer of mine. And I of him, as well. Is he married? He's not married. He's single. And he's such a great guy. He's the nicest dude ever. Yeah. But one time, I went to my friend's 30th birthday party. Another celebrity? No. Okay. One of uh, It's this whole Crossroads crew oh they scare me crossroad i know kids i was scared scare of them me. too really we'll talk about the divide yeah because my friend kids are nicer, is dating one like. of them now so i kind Your of friend is dating a crossroads person <sighs> anyway the point is that it was this guy's 30th birthday and the okay. whole crossroads crew came including jonah and that was the night where they're like okay it's matt's 30th birthday we're gonna do moon rocks and i don't know if you know what those are but those are just apparently really pure molly oh. and i hadn't even done molly at that point but i was like yeah give me some fucking moon rocks girl likes to party yeah oh god <laughs> So I did Moon Rocks. Uh, Jonah Hill walked in. I just remember he was there first and he was like really nice to me from the top. He was like, hi, have we met before? Which is like such a classic line. I love that line. Because oh, wow. I've used that line on guys. I'm oh, like, yeah. Know- where do I know you from? Yeah. How do I know you're so, fresh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he, he was like, oh, I met you and all this stuff. And I was like, wow, Jonah Hill, I'm fucking feeling it. I'm going to do these Moon Rocks. And this time in two hours, we're going to be balls deep in each other so we did the moon rocks and of course the moon rocks didn't turn me into a sexual goddess what all happened? i remember was reading alone i found a bunch of old magazines in this airbnb and i was fully high peeking on moon rocks reading old rolling stone like bosnia coverage <laughs> oh, i was like this is interesting yeah. and he came over and he's like uh what you reading and i'm like i'm in the magazine <laughs> and it was just it ended there so <laughs> but since then since then, sweet Jonah, who I know has been like following, and he's like a fan of the Insta and the, all this stuff. So I'm always, you know, in my head, my my guardian angel Jonah's watching over me. Yeah, he actually texted me like a month ago, being like, "Hey, Caroline, this is Jonah Hill. I got your number from X Y Z. Just want to let you know, like, I've been traveling a lot, and I've listened to every episode of your podcast, and it makes oh. me so happy. I'm your biggest fan, oh my and God. I almost passed out. I was so yeah. excited. <laughs> so that's as close as I've gotten, and. I mean, I really bring this up to say he's such a great guy and anyone would be lucky to date him. Oh, my God. I almost feel like you should break up with your current boyfriend. My and mom agrees. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I told my mom once and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I have a really Persian mom who's like really traditional and has been, and he's, she's really uh, <gasps> locked in the, the ideal that I should marry a guy with a lot of money since oh, I was God. young. That's what my dad is and he's not even Persian. Whatever it's that a means. very valid. <laughs> sure, it comes from a really traditional, archaic way of viewing men and women. And I'd like to think my mom has enough confidence in me to make a bunch of money. But I have enough confidence in you. Thank you. Okay. But I mean, look, have I fantasized about marrying rich and doing Pilates classes all day and having like three Pomeranians? Yeah, I fantasize yeah. about that a lot. But it's just not in the cards for me, I guess. <laughs> oh God. But oh. anyway, so that's my celeb. That's, my That's your slub story? I mean, I know there must be more, but I smoke so much weed. Sometimes it's hard for me to pull on specific memories oh. at a pin drop. <laughs> but I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. One time, have you ever heard of, have you ever seen the movie Grandma's Boy? I love where this is going. No, I have no... Wait, is that a David Spade movie? Um, is that a Tyler Perry movie? No, it's more like uh, Aristotle Help Me Out. It's like a... 
Happy Madison. Happy Madison. It's, oh, it's an Adam Sandler Happy Madison yes. vibe? Yes. Okay. okay. There's this guy, Peter Dante, who's in literally every Adam Sandler movie. Peter Dante. Like, if you if we Googled him, you'd see his picture, and you're like, oh, I know that guy. He's in every Adam Sandler movie, and he like has one funny line. Um, one time I was in a bar in the valley. Have you ever been to the chimney sweep? Because that place is the shit. Oh, why is it the shit? It's this bar in Ventura and Woodman, I want to say. And it's like the diviest dive bar. Drinks are so cheap and they have free popcorn. And every time I've gone there, I've had the time of my life. Yeah. And me and my crew of Sherman Oaks girls. Oh, are these your real friends? Your solid friends? Yeah, these are my girls from high school. Keep going. Uh, we hit the chimney sweep on a weekday night as... <laughs> One will. Yeah. And Peter Dante was like wildly hitting on all of us. Before like my friends got there, he was like hitting on me. But then my friend got there and my friend is really susceptible to peer pressure in the best way. And we like egged her on to make out with Peter Dante and she did. And they still will text. Oh, really? they'll send her like videos of him singing to her. It's so embarrassing and funny. Oh, my God. So that's not even me, but that's the other story that comes to mind. Maybe I should be dating. Tell me more about celebs you've dated. Well, I went out with the I went on a date. Oh, God. He actually, uh, a long time ago, when he was not married, I went on a date. Adam Levine. Oh, no. Uh, Peter Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. What am I talking about? Who's Peter Dempsey? Not even a real... We're talking about Peter Dante. Okay. Peter Billingsley is uh, the kid in that uh, Christmas story movie, right? You went on a date with Peter Billingsley? No, I just wanted to keep going with this (laughs) this, uh, stream of consciousness thing. I went on a date with a long-haired DJ... Uh, who I probably should have married. His name rhymes with Shmeev Shmeoki. <laughs> Does it not? Okay, no answer. I don't need a confirmation. Um, silence says it all. Oh <laughs> my God. So refreshing to do a podcast with another podcaster. Wait, do you make money from your podcast? Oh my God. Thank you for bringing this up. So this is our biggest <laughs> issue right now. I We have been doing it not on a network. Oh, really? Which is crazy, right? Because we have a tech guy that is our homie and he hooks it up for free in his house and we record it there and he like edits. It's so nice. He's just a down for the cause. And we try to get in. We try to be like, we're not going to join a network because the whole podcast networking scheme is a joke and they take out a 30% cut and you only get pennies. So it's like, we're going to get independent advertisers and do it our own way. Yeah. And that worked for a little while. Did you really? Okay. Yeah. We had like people like hook us up and just pay us to say their name at the top of the pod. But then we're now realizing that we have to get a network Wait, for a bunch of reasons. Why? What are these reasons? If we're going to well, go Well, the same tech guy that I told you was doing it for free just got a job. So uh, we need to yeah. we need to find a network that has the tech hookup. The tech hookup. So, I mean... But you made money, though. For a moment, you like For made... a moment, we're doing it. Yeah. But oh my God. do you make money from this podcast? Aristotle and I look at it like... Oh. Aristotle, are you with Nerdist or are you guys... Okay. Okay. I mean... I don't. But I did my Boy Crazy Radio call-in show for like six years just because I love doing it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, I really want to be on a network. And so now I'm on Nerdist and it's turned into this. It's evolved into this like conversational whatever thing. Nerdist rejected me. Nerdist rejected you? They, I've tr- come to them because we do live shows and I came to them to try to do it in the meltdown space. Yeah. And they really don't like me. <gasps> they don't? Because my brand You gotta is go. More... You gotta go. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> um, sorry. I just got a text from Chris Hardware. Okay. He says you have to leave. <laughs> He's always no, I can just... actually see us through his <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Chris Hardwick is so scary. He's so like metrosexual in the scariest way. I though. love Chris Hardwick. How dare you? I love him too. I love him too. Oh He's... my god, we just like start fighting, pulling hair. That actually sounds really sexy. But go on. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I just think you'd find this interesting that Nerdist was like, well, you know, your brand's a little more pop culture and we're a little more nerd culture. Yeah. And I get that. So just being on this podcast, I view it as a personal victory. I'm, oh, wow. I snuck you in here. Yeah, that's right. I'm in the room, Nerdist. <laughs> Try to keep me out. 
So oh this is a personal thing I'm working through over here. Oh my gosh, so we jumped from the PowerPoint situation. We got to your parents, front of your parents. You went to Buckley. We're talking about celebrity makeouts and all this stuff. You should you just barely... lead the way because I'll just hinge in it. I love in that. A really no, scary no, way. no, it's the greatest. But uh, you don't really talk about yourself on your podcast. It's just all about pop culture. Like, where? When do we get you? Like, this, this is ex- is a big f- bad. I'm bad at that. Where can we? Like, where do we find out about you? Like, there are articles written about you and, and things, but like. Uh, but you, it's interesting. It's just pop culture and it's, it doesn't go into your personal life. Is this you true? You do more personal life stuff? I mean, I don't know. Like, what is your, but you're also, you're an artist, right? Yeah, I do. I make pop culture. Oh my God. If we say the phrase pop culture one more fucking time. I mean, all I say is podcast. I feel like all my friends are like, can you stop saying podcast? Because I'm always like, podcast, podcast. I love podcasts. I love doing my podcast. I like listening to podcasts. I make rainbow, trippy, Lisa Frank-esque collages. Mm-hmm. They're really beautiful. I sell merch online. Really gorgeous stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had an art show at junior high. I know you just had your show there. How did it go? It was good. Uh, I'm it so was excited uh, it to was, listen. It was very. Uh, it was very hot. It was very hot. Junior there. high has a heat problem. Oh for my sure. God. Well, LA's been an inferno lately. So that was oh, the day where it's like true. I don't, it's just like so stressful putting on a live show. Oh my god! How was your? Okay, tell me how you live podcast because I did the live show, but it was like a comedy show. What I do is mm. I just like was like we're putting. I'm putting on this thing where I'm having all my favorite comedians perform, mm-hmm. and it's a night kind of sponsored by uh, Love Alexi podcast. But it wasn't an actual like this in public. And you did that with Armin. I went on a date with Armin. I dated Armin. Armin. Because on, on, your, on your live, like, uh, yeah, I want to find Armin love. He's fine. If he's like coming, oh, he like, is. did you go to school with him? No. No. I just know him through that same Crossroads crew. Oh, that's hilarious. Because you know, when you were like shouting out how he's like looking for love and he needs love, I'm like, Oh my god, that's such a weird ploy. He's completely fine. Oh, He's really? such a flirt. Like, oh, I feel like such a doofus. No, don't feel like a doofus. But I was just—I thought that was funny. No, but I did. Uh... I did date him for a minute, which is so hilarious. Cause I'm like ten feet taller than him, and uh, <laughs> but he's so charming, and he like looks like he's out of like a Wes Anderson movie. And oh, uh, he so does. I've got to get him for the podcast. But mm. how do your live shows go? Are they, are they stressful? They're very stressful. Who, but who puts them to, on? Like to, uh, puts them on and puts them together. Well, and... we just work directly with the venue. Oh, so we have them at the Virgil now, We're, mm. and we just say, "Hey, Virgil, on this night, can we do a live podcast?" And I just book two to guests, and it's the same structure as the podcast, but with like a visual component. Because yeah. a lot of my podcast is based on visual and audio materials and stuff. Yeah. And so we'll just project those, have them booming through the sound system, and each of the guests will be on stage with me. Everyone has a mic, and it all goes right into the podcast machine. Um, and so, okay, shunned by the meltdown. Shunned by the meltdown, found the Virgil. Found into the right, into Ooh. the loving arms of the Virgil. But then you perform at UCB. Oh, yeah, they're last loving. Night, I did my friend Jan D'Angelo's stand-up show. It was so fun. Yeah. And I did the Britney Spears PowerPoint. Went great. Went great. Yeah. I just shared my shared my feelings on on Britney Spears' social media presence. Wait. Where are we going with this? So, uh, we're, uh, we're I'm on... talking about more about myself. No, okay, okay. Good. 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 Um, but wait a minute. Okay. So pop culture. I just want to know like how it all came to be. You're in high school. You're going to Buckley. You're living your gosh darn life. Uh at mm. what point you went to Northwestern? You're studying writing. I did improv How? all the time. Oh, you improv did improv was my jam. Okay, I was where at Northwestern doing improv there? On oh, my college improv team. Yeah, you know I was on it and do it, doing the big thing. Came back to LA and then just had a string of crazy jobs. And what were the jobs? Well, I was this insane person's assistant named Jeff Quantinitz. He's like famous because he was engaged to or dating Brittany Murphy at one point. 
Okay. He's just a famous, crazy 90s guy. Yeah. So I was someone's assistant. That was the worst. I worked for these two women who had their own children's entertainment company based out of Brentwood. And they were like rich Brentwood moms who started their own children's book company. Like basically self-published. Yeah. Educational books. It was whack. How did you get that job? They're like my friend who was leaving as their assistant. Okay. You slid right in there. I did data entry at Variety. Okay. I mean, I've had the weirdest jobs, but... Oh, ADHD, right? Oh, I worked at ADHD. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks for reminding me. Mm. And when I was at ADHD, I, like, worked with a lot of really cool internet artists. Yeah. Like Faye, who you know from junior high, and this whole crew. And that's when I really found a passion for making art and putting it online. Yeah. So that's kind of how official Sean Penn blew up. So, okay. But wait. But you've always been fascinated by... Celebs. Why? And why? And, like, why? I... I don't know. I think pop culture's crazy. It's a machine that I'm really susceptible to and I just get caught up in the craziness of it. But I mean, I think that viewing celebrities as humans and their foibles and the weird shit that happens in their lives is really real, is really yeah. interesting. Like last night, for example, we I was recording an app with some homies and we were talking about that video of Mary J. Blige and Hillary Clinton. Mary J. Blige is singing to Hillary Clinton. Oh my god, I haven't seen it. See, I would have to be a really? plebe. On your podcast, you have a plebe. And oh yeah, you, have a pro. you would be a plebe for sure. So there's we, a plebe. Of course, we'll have you on. Oh, well, thank you very much. But uh, I would love to. Plebe. I would love to be a plebe. Uh, so there's a plebe who knows nothing really about pop culture, right. and then there's the an like, expert, an expert who's okay. on my level. So I'm a plebe, not on your level. So, so Mary J. Blige. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you. Mary J. Blige. There's this video online. Okay, after the debates. Which, as you know, had no commercials. Okay. There was one commercial right after, primo spot of commercial real estate. Yeah. And it was an ad for an upcoming interview with Mary J. Blige and Hillary Clinton, sponsored by Apple Music. But the commercial only showed a clip, not of any questions, not of anyone speaking, of Mary J. Blige passionately a cappella singing a Bruce Springsteen cover about police brutality. Oh, no. Beautiful subject. But yeah. she's really like... Uh, like, what is she saying? Like, at the end, she's like, You can just get shoot something shot for a living in your American. So it's just her, like, going so hard. And Hillary Clinton is just really... Because have you ever been in that situation where someone is, like, aggressively <laughs> singing to you when there's, like, no accompaniment? And you just have to You're kind of do it. nod. Gonna, yeah. That's my always... So just, Hillary's doing the kind of, like, thoughtful nod. <laughs> at the end, when she's, like, feeling herself, she reaches out and grabs Hillary Clinton's hand and... It's just a very, from top to bottom, a really insane clip. You should check it out. Okay. But so to me, the interesting thing about that was like that human aspect of like, yeah, if someone starts singing to you a cappella in an intimate situation, what do you do? And yeah. everything Hillary Clinton did was like so relatable to me. It just seems so awkward. It was really awkward. Um, do you think you're, wait, and then, oh my God, now I'm like weirdly echoing in my, in my earphones and my oh, headphones. No. Oh no, this is crazy. Um, but I heard you. Okay, so how did the Instagram account come to be? Because I, I still can't. You, you don't have as many followers as, as I would expect on Twitter. Oh yeah, I'm not popping off on Twitter. That's so crazy to me. And then I look at your Instagram. You've got like a billion followers. It's totally crazy. And then I heard that you you tried out a few different handles, like official like Bjork or whatever, blah blah. And then official Champagne stuck. And why? why? How did uh, this? Ha- what, what year? How long have you been doing Instagram? Like when did it all fall into place? I, it's been I like the story. three. You want the full story? Yeah. Northwestern to now. Wow. 
Do uh, it and be entertaining memories. about it, please. <laughs> so blurry, so much marijuana. Oh God, you really do love smoking pot. No, I kind of have stopped now, but it's definitely a big part of why it's hard for me to remember stuff. Remember so much stuff. And how are your boobs so great? And how do you not wear a bra? Well, Am I objectifying you now? But I'm just like I'm just confronted. serving you a little. I'm serving you a little nipple today. Should I not be wearing a bra more often? Well, it's just hard to wear a bra with a white leotard. That's true. I just thought it'd be appropriate for Love Alexi. Thank you. <laughs> I just like so shoot me. You okay. know? It's just like look, Kim Kardashian is serving a lot of uh, braless looks recently. That's kind of become her go-to, and she'll just show the titty, have the full nipple out. Yeah. And I'm into it. Okay. Me yeah. too. Hello, free the nipple. I was on our panel. Free the fucking nipple. Free the nipple. Oh yeah, we haven't even talked about how we met. Seriously. Oh my god, I don't want to. It's, it's so tangential. It's so. So tangential. Okay. All right. Nipple. I'm seeing your nipple. Looks great. I just get worried about my boob sagging because I'm like. the saggiest titties. Do you? D's and those puppies are sagging. They have. You're. Oh my God. What's wrong with me? I'm like my dad. I'm like. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just have saggy boobs. I know it's embarrassing. I'm writing. I'm super gross. That's not true. I'm writing like card. I'm writing on things I want to talk about. Okay. So I'm like life story. Life story. Look, you're never going to get my life story. I'm just not giving it to you. You're not going to give me your life story. It's so not interesting. Okay. Well, I don't want to be bored. But uh, yeah, it'll be really boring. Um, wait a minute. But no. But I I want to know. So you're doing all these shitty jobs or jobs you did not quite love that weren't you and, and then I just hopped happened? on Instagram and I just discovered I have a knack for finding weird content on the internet not memes and like boring stuff on fuck Jerry but amazing even, yeah. paparazzi pictures of like Michael Buble eating corn weird or you know weird videos that you definitely haven't seen before yeah and making cool celebrity themed art and yeah. people liked it. It really resonated with people. Yeah. And I just feel like it's all about my POV. I'm a weird, dark person. And I it comes through crystal clear. And people really like it. How many years have you been doing it? Like two or three years. And uh, yeah, that's because that's I, I always think like, oh my God, you should be a stand-up comedian. But this is your comedy. Like you do your podcast. You're no, just I being love yourself. doing stand-up too. Oh, separately? Just like straight up? Do you write jokes? I'm or you really just... bad at, as, as we've talked about, writing jokes about myself is really hard for me. That's like my big hurdle. Oh. It's really easy for me to talk about other stuff, but yeah. when I have to look inside, I've always had stops and starts in stand up. While I get really on the open mic game and like be like, oh my god, I'm getting so much better at stand up, I'm gonna be doing it, but then I'll just be like, oh, I'm bored with this. Yeah, why is is it the waiting? Cause I, I go through the same thing about like, oh my god, because you you have a career, but then you you know you have to work on stand up and you actually have to put the, the time thing. in. Well, that's the like, thing. That's why I'm like, how how will it ever happen? Because it's stand-ups it's their whole life yeah and i can't i can't call myself a stand-up and it's so. not nice to call yourself a stand-up if you aren't like putting in the so actual work the that same issue because well, i used to do stand-up got ter- like stopped doing it when, like many many years ago and now i want to be doing it but i'm also like i don't want to yeah the open mic thing driving up going every night i should i mean yeah so oh, I, we I could become open thing. mic buddies i guess oh, God. <laughs> but uh but yeah i also feel like this weird thing about like if i write jokes out and i have specific written jokes i feel like like it's a sham as opposed to like okay i want to like marry like my own personality and your personality is like uh, way better than mine <laughs> i'm not saying that but i'm just saying like no way you you could say anything it would be funny because your entire personality is hilarious right like i don't even feel like you need to write jokes like you're doing stand-up pretty much you know when you perform at your live podcast or even at the, where we met for the first time, which was that right? It's just Senate pouring family. out of me. Yeah. Humor is definitely pouring out of humor me. Humor is pouring out of you, and constantly. I have to figure out a way to 
navigate it. Make it navigate. But you're doing it. it. But you're doing it with your podcast. It comes out in the captions of your of, no, in the captions on your Instagram. Like that's your comedy, right? right? But it's just so looked down upon. Like I feel like people really don't think I'm a legitimate artist or a legitimate legitimate this or. Oh, you think that? Yeah, I definitely. You have a billion followers. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Is your what? And you're better than Fuck Jerry and the other people, right? Do you not like the fat, that was the fat Jew and Fuck Jerry? Who are I these feel people? like people are quick to dismiss me as like, oh, she has a famous Instagram. Like, what does that even mean? Who cares? Or like, oh, she has a podcast. Like, literally, whatever. Hmm. So that's my who, hurdle. Who? And I just want to be legitimate. And that's why I feel like I'm just always fighting for legitimacy and mainstream success who is putting you to is this you feeling weird about your, i guess like, it's who just looked me. at you weird who looked at you weird or said something bizarre We've who didn't validate in our lives no i know but you got jonah hill texting you huge fan wow. listening to all that your podcasts that's amazing Ugh. no he's great i love him and uh like but who said something to you that's stuck in your head that you know where you're like i am not enough and maybe it's just me is I it i mean i guess i guess it's just me okay well the followers aren't enough. Keep going. Keep, yeah, tell <laughs> They're me, not enough. Tell me what this weird narrative is. I look, all my friends are, a lot of my friends are stand-ups or, you know, straight actors or just doing funny stuff. Who are these people? I don't know. You all know, right. people I went to Northwestern with, people that are doing it. And I feel like they're just like, oh, Caroline, your Instagram is so funny. It's I'm so like, cute. It's like, yeah, it's so cute that you have your little thing. I'm just like, I'm legitimate. People like me. I'll show you. Yeah. So, look. Who knows? I feel like I'm in a spiral of self-hate right now. Oh, right now? Just right in this podcast? I'm shining a spotlight on you and it's getting too real. It's It got too real. It got too real. That's you what we do You got my here. guard down. Yeah. It takes 52 minutes into the podcast to be like, let's get real. Let's pull back the curtain and uh, find out who you really are. No, I understand. Listen, I felt that way about me, but whatever. You, you're, you're much more popular on social media and in life than I am. Blurg. But... It, it happened to Carrie Bradshaw. Remember when Carrie Bradshaw dated the Politico, the handsome Politico? Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I read your column. It's very clever. It's very cute. And Mr. Big, like, people would always, like, uh, kind of diminish her uh, worth or importance. Like, and so she never felt enough. She thought she was, like, you know, the penile implant ad next to, you know, whereas yeah. the, the tall girl ends up marrying Big is, like, Vera Wang. And she's, like, mm. the, the ad for penile implants uh, in the back of the newspaper. She didn't feel good enough. Listen, I'm here to tell you. That. If there's anything you get from today's uh, experience on the Love Alexi podcast... It's, uh, you know, you're thriving, you're flourishing. You're, so you're a modern, multi-hyphenate... Uh, entrepreneurs. Entre- exact, entrepreneurs, even. Yeah. That's Whereas, how I like to... That's how I try to build myself back up. But that's the thing. It's like, just because you're not doing stand-up, and like, to you, that's like, oh, that's how you do it, because it's so hard. And it is scary, and it is hard, and that's why I have a lot of respect for it, and I wouldn't be like, I'm a, I'm a stand-up, but I do pod- I have a podcast and a blog. That's a different thing. But your, your comedy is via your Instagram, and like, your taste level, and like... Your, your captions, oh my God, I'm really going to say this. I'm really saying this. Your captions are perfection. Like wow, they're so simple. You. There's a simplicity, a, a cutting, sharp, relatable simplicity to the captions mm. that you write for your Instagram, like for your photos. When they're Bay hilarious. pays for dinner. Yeah. Simple, <laughs> evocative. <laughs> When Bay pays for dinner, it makes me feel good. Uh, this morning had me like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, current like, mood. Monday vibes. Monday but I mean, like, vibes. listen, like the, you put the photo and the caption together, and that's, uh, Mwah. that's, Mwah. <laughs> okay. that's a tasty you can, Instagram pizza pie. I, <laughs> I'm just trying to sing your praises. I so, love it. Um, Thank you. It's, it's I true. It. Um, but what are your goals? Like, 10 years from now, like, what do you, do you want well, to write? It? Like, so here's my thing. Yeah. I, what's your thing? Well, I, okay, I love podcasting because it's a burn and done. 
I'm really into the idea of just getting something out there, doing it, and it's done. Live TV is what I'm getting at. Oh, live TV. Have you been Facebook living just for fun? Because I think that's I like, it's been so face- weird. It's the new frontier for sure. It's so fun. Why do you say it's the new frontier? Because I think it well, is. Well, because I, I really see people using it. And, and, the, and this is like the first time in recent memory for me where I'm noticing a new platform or medium being used in a really interesting and cool way. Does that make sense? Yeah, but expand on that. Like, for example, I have a friend, Jeffrey Self, who I'm sure you know. Don't yell at me like that. I can't believe you. No, I'm just kidding. Who Don't is Jeffrey Self? No, Jeffrey not Self. at all. Who is Jeffrey that? Self is this great comedian and writer who is a really funny gay guy, and he's yeah. doing his own talk show now on Facebook Live. You weren't really yelling. I was Facebook. just teasing you. Okay. Don't you're like taking I'm it like, down at Oscar Ten. Hello, Jeffrey Self. But he's like doing his own talk show on his Facebook Live. He is. And it's like a professional looking talk show. It's so really. Crazy. And he has like a lot of friends in the industry. So last week it was like, why do you keep getting up and readjusting? Are you just getting cozy? I'm just cozy. I was like, what's happening? Okay, Jeffrey Self, Self. makes me wanna. Okay, I think yeah. You guys would get along. Oh my god, I think I misspelled Jeffrey, but whatever. You got it. Okay. So Facebook Live, and then you know brands will be like, or even at the DNC, you know, like I don't have a TV and you know you could watch all the speeches at the DNC on Facebook Live. Yeah, all the cool stuff. But and so, it ranks ranks really high in the uh, uh, algorithm because like and it, because people like Facebook wants you to be using it. So right. when you log on to Facebook Live and you're doing some Facebook Live thing, everybody gets alerted immediately and it rises like and it shows in the so feed. So true. Very important stuff there. Go on. Yeah. Well, I don't use Facebook Live. You got to start. Okay, keep going. You think I do? So you know, you're okay. So that's the next frontier. Go on. Well, so I just want my own show one day. Yeah, and I feel close to it. Like I have a. I have a cool deal with MTV to shoot a talk show. Is it the rabbit thing. hole thing? No, what's that? Because I just heard about this thing that I'm supposed to like Skype talk to MTV and yeah. I know nothing about pop culture and I've actually planned on having the Skype call with them and being like I'm like throwing just getting in my own way and being like do you know Caroline Goldfarb? You know, just like letting them know because it's like some weird pop culture show. I've gone on so many weird Skype auditions for MTV game shows. Me it's actually too. scary. It's embarrassing. And I'm like, what are these fictitious shows that I'm never going to get? That it's I so don't... weird. I'll Skype with a girl and I'll get, I'll get like a semi-professional looking one sheet for some MTV show. Yeah. And then I'll get on Skype with her and it'll be some like random lady in an empty office. And I'm like, are you an MTV executive? Who even yeah. are you? Yeah. I don't know. Wait, and, so what's this MTV thing? I don't know. Like, Tell me. I I don't I don't I don't know I have a I, I'm gonna do a tiny pilot talk show for MTV sometime soon which is exciting. That's great. What's it about? What happens in the thing? It's like a cool web recap, pop culture recap talk show where guests come on, kind of like a podcast vibes. And what we can we not say the name as you fiddle uh, with water it's bottles? It's called IRL. Okay. And that's it. But yeah. I mean, it's not a real thing yet, so I don't want to jinx it. Okay. But that's my dream. Like, I want something like that to work out. I feel like I'm working towards it, and I'm happy about that. Let me look this thing up. I'm looking. Uh, listen, rabbit hole. Yeah. Okay. Let me read it because this is you. Has there? I have no business on being like a thing on a thing like this. Like, have you ever been on? Uh, oh God, what is it called? Oh, on at midnight or were you on Chelsea ever? Mm-mm. Makes no sense that you have. But maybe did I'm you? I'm just not. I feel like that's like I'd have to break through a career. A, a career barrier to get there. But you know, I see, I get told by my management, I mean, we're really going Ugh. there. No, I get told by my management, they're like, them already. Me too. No, they're like, you need to get more followers, more followers, more followers. And I'm like, so I feel like you have a gazillion well, it's followers. It's crazy because I have a fine. pseudonym. It's official Sean Penn. And it's kind of a crazy bridge. Can, can't really they good. put it together? Can't they I realize this is, this is Caroline? I mean, 
I don't know. Tell Chris Hardwick. You're the one that's friends with him. I'm. Am I? No, I'm just on the network. Um, let's see. Oh wait, it's okay. It's called. I mean, whatever. We're having our moment together, and I'm going to tell you all this stuff. I'm this might be. It. This might not be exciting podcast fodder, but this is for us. Relax on her phone. You? I'm looking, looking at the for thing. this email that is helping me. <laughs> She's being a real sweet. Oh my friend. god. No, it's called like pop culture show rabbit hole. Uh. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Where you talk about, you just talk about, take us down the rabbit hole See, celebrity. Probably there's this so is for many you. shows that are in development that are, okay. I'm just getting, but if they already have a deal with you. Oh my God. This, this is, is your like, life. They're probably copying your whole thing. Oh my God. I'm going to kill myself. Don't kill yourself. I'm going to, no, I'm going to uh, kill myself. I need to look at this. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> take us down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I mean, it's so crazy. I'm just, I'm just going to tell them. I'm going to be like, listen, you guys, uh, Caroline Goldfarb, uh, a.k.a. Official Champagne, is part of this, right? And they'll probably be like, she has her own show already. It's called IRL. Like, you already have your own talk show happening. But Pop Culture Rabbit Hole is about to f- fucking double cross me. No, they ha- I think they have to make a bunch of things. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Fair. I don't understand. Like, that's what, when you talk about what your goals are for, like, your goals are your own show. What what's happened with? Do you pitch shows? Do you have representation? Have you gone to VH1 and E and like? Yeah, I've pitched shows. Tell me all about this. What's your life look like aside from just your your Instagram? I want to know like what is happening. You know, behind closed doors. There's a lot of stuff happening behind closed doors. I want to know. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I just get a lot of freelance gigs all over the place. Like my dream was always to get staff on a TV show, but that just again, life just takes you in crazy different directions. And I have like a pilot that I love and just never worked out that you wrote that i wrote you have writing samples i have writing samples oh my god i don't even know how you do that i can't even it's how do so you do crazy. it so well you, okay so we have writing samples and you know i've gotten submitted for like a lot of cool shows like you know broad city or high maintenance stuff like that but you know it just doesn't work out it doesn't work so out. in the journey of not getting staff like i thought i would when i came to la i've just found so many other weird creative outlets i'm screaming at you again sorry. No, i love it no it's passion actually it's it's, it's passion. I feel like i've found a lot of other creative outlets which has just kind of been how my career has gotten going and that's powerpoints <laughs> podcasting uh-huh. a, a billion followers on your instagram making merch and selling it making and... merch i have your justin bieber pin that you gave oh, me when you we met gift by the way but you it's not did? merch but it's something other do you have pierced ears no oh shit oh i want them though <laughs> give me my gift give me my gift oh my god oh my god okay I gotta start not wearing a bra. It's a good look. It is. Oh my god! All right, in my Mary Poppins bag of tricks. Are those I baby have, wipes in there? I have tissues because I'm kind of getting over a cold. Oh yeah, actually I used to. And I'm not dating for a year, but I usually carry baby wipes in my bag just in case I end sure. up with some guy. Oh my god, I use. The, I just started using those for post sex, and it's been a game changer. I use them for pre sex, so everything's oh, cool. That makes more sense. Okay. okay. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, I brought you these crazy bug earrings. I honestly thought you would have pierced ears, but should I you'll... not take them? I'll give them to my mom. No, of course. <laughs> I should take them. They're kind of like wild. One's a beetle and one's a giant hanging spider. Should I be Snapchatting this? Are you on Snapchat? Mm-hmm. I can't believe I don't follow you. Are you thriving on Snapchat? Mm-mm. No? Why not? Is this too much work? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of oh, extra apps to open up. Look at this cool gift that I just got from official Sean Penn, Caroline Goldfarb. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! But I don't even have pierced ears, oh but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. They're going to look cute on you, though. They're going to look so cute. Okay, good. I did my deed for the day. I Snapchatted. Uh, Hell we, yeah. Where do we find you on Snapchat? It's just OSP. Official Sean OSP. Penn. Have you ever talked to Sean Penn? Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Thank, mm. thank you for my present, by the way. Thank my you. My pleasure. It's the oh. least I could do for you having me on Love Alexi. This is very, these are like heavy. I know. I think they'd rip out anyone's ears. Oh my God. Very but maybe perfect you know, for Halloween. That's why I thought it was appropriate. Thank you. I feel like you're kind of like a, like a. Oh know. God, I can't wait for this. 
You're a, you're a, you're a, do you have a dark sexuality to you that's evocative of spiders and Halloween? I do have a dark, evocative sexuality to me. You have a dark Elvira, almost spooky sexuality mixed with a gammon French movie star. I like where you're going with this. And that's how I would describe you to others. So official Sean Penn and your podcast and all that stuff, none of it's mean-spirited though is it i mean like you talk about celebrities and you're talking about them you're kind of making fun of them but it's like i also find that there's like this lovely balance of like you being very complimentary like you have perez on you're being very complimentary of him yeah i try to keep it really positive and like even when you're talking about like people posting like thirsty posts to get whatever you're, you like put a spin on it where it's like wait but she's being so charming about it like is yeah. that something you are conscious of like you just want to make sure you're not mean-spirited because yeah can... i'm really conscious of it you are i try to keep you really uh really nice yeah. Because I have the tendency to go so mean. Yeah. So I try to really fight it and be like, okay, how can I spin this positively? Because it's just. Well, you're de- dealing with it. In a, you're in a territory where it's like, yeah, it's snark like talking. Snarky. And I'm terrified of snark. I'm so earnest. It sounds like I'm being fake. Like sometimes I'm so earnest and, and not talking shit that people are like, is she fucking with me? Hmm. But then I also get made fun of by my like, you know, snarky gay boyfriends who are like, Ugh, some of the things you say are just ridiculous. I hope you know that. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> leave me alone. I just want to be liked. Um, but yeah, so you fight the snark. I fight the snark. Why do you think you're so... My, my podcast producer is this great girl, Sarah Ramos. Oh, she's your podcast producer? Yeah, she's my best friend and podcast producer. Oh, my God. Okay. And her whole thing is I'm not allowed to be mean. She thinks it's just not funny when I'm mean. So she's really instilled in me this like need to be nice. Oh, my and God. And find a spin on things. So it's kind of in between the lines that I think something's ridiculous. Oh, that's so nice. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, you and I met... At the Cine- Women of Cine Family yes. Festival. The Women of Cine Family Fest. We were doing a panel on social media. On social media. On the internet and reclaiming, you know, I don't know what it was. What it was actually Female called. power, sexuality, something. And Alexi was great. Super you were, funny. You were away. I was like. It was a great panel. And one of the other girls on it were Lena Esco from Free the Nipple. She's really cool. She's like political power bitch i love it have you ever met her before Mm-mm. she was cool though yeah and then, of course rowan rowan blanchard oh my god who's a 14 year old wunderkind i can't believe 14 years old something like that yeah is she gonna be on your podcast i she's 14 i'm like is that a, a is, is that, that allowed legal? i know i thought she was like 21 or something Mm-mm. she's such a babe mm-hmm. yeah so that's how we met um and we got cool jackets we got very cool women of sin family jackets have you worn yours yet? It's so hot outside. It's too hot. I and then know. I also feel like it's like too showy because that embroidery <laughs> is so intense on the back that I feel I like know. it's like, who do I think I think I am? Like, I can't just be walking around and being up. But I can. I will. I'm not ready Damn for it Damn straight. Um, so you got your cool boyfriend six months in. I know I'm lo- I will Wake up. We're not done yet with you. Um, you got my cool boy, baby. You got your cool boyfriend. So we're, nice. We're talking about life goals and stuff like that. So writing on a show. So 10 years from now, getting back to that. You know, we're talking, or like what you what you intend on doing. Because I'm shocked that you're. I watched Broad City. I feel like these girls were they already like the way they were before it started? Because I feel like you could be a character on the show, acting on the show. Yeah, that's sweet. Tell me about that. Like, I don't know. I just, I their spirit really speaks to me. It's like the same spirit. I know. It's like watching best friends that I didn't know I had. Yeah. on TV. I mean, it's kind of funny when you see your actual personality being represented back to you through the media. Did they take that? I, mean, I don't understand. I don't like, think so. No. I think that's really them. 
but that girl like, Wait. is exactly like you. You guys say the same things. You have the same inflections, the way you speak. Is that is that crazy I'm saying that? Does everybody say that to you? No. Even before Broad City was on, people were like, oh my God, like, do you know who Alana Glazer is? Like this web series, you got to watch it. You're so similar to her. I was like, who's that? I love it. And then before I knew it, bam, my own personality. Have I? Have you met her? Mm-mm. She follows me though on OSP and she's a big fan. She I, seems really sweet. Yeah. Have you ever met Sean Penn? I haven't. You know, Sean Penn is a avowed anti-internet, anti-technology person. Yeah. So he thankfully isn't going to sue me, I don't think. But someone told me his kids are big fans. Is that true? So I think I'm okay. And you get in a feud with, uh, with whose son? I got in a feud with Sarah Jessica Parker's tween son. What was that about? It was pretty crazy. It was a pretty dark time in my life are, are we losing you oh god are no, you no, 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 no 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 i know <laughs> i need some coffee. okay no. oh you need so, food i have the snack pack no, okay god, you're like leave me alone <laughs> no no i know don't <laughs> it looks <I'm> just, good <laughs> okay so when i first started the podcast i was getting cyber bullied by sarah jessica parker's son james what's his name james wilkie I was getting, he was just leaving these nasty comments on my Instagram, like, you're not funny, you suck, you're not original. I'm like, who is this? And I clicked on his thing, and I'm like, oh my God, this is Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick's 12-year-old son, James Wilkie Broderick. Yeah. I don't know what to do. So I took my soapbox, that is my podcast, and I got on there, and I was like, everybody, listen. James Wilkie Broderick is cyberbullying me, and I'm just gonna. I, my one of my guests was Esther, little Esther. Yeah, and she was like, "You need to make this a full blown feud. Don't oh. sit and take this lying down. You need to come at him." And I came at him, and Alexia, I'm not gonna lie to you, I said some pretty regrettable things about a child. What did you say? How old is he? Twelve. I mean, I said things such as your dad's closeted gay. Oh your my dad god, killed someone. <gasps> Whoa! Oh my god. Who was just telling me about? I didn't even know about that. Mm, I think. Side oh. note: famous celebrity murderer Matthew Broderick. Somebody was just telling me that about that car accident. Yeah, but in fact, it did not happen on U.S. soil. So I think he got away with like in Canada. Yeah, something like that. And we said I said some pretty horrible things, and not not twenty four hours after the podcast went live, did I get a DM from old James Wilkie Broderick that basically said. It was totally conciliatory. He was like, hey, I'm so sorry that I was being, I was cyberbullying you. I really love your stuff. I'm a big fan of you and the podcast. And I'm so sorry. Like, I'm a big fan. And I was like, wow, that was easy. Beef squash. <laughs> so I made him call me and leave a voicemail. Or he just sent me like an apology voicemail that I still have. Obviously, I played it on a podcast. And it was so, it was very like 12 years old. Yeah. He was like, Hey, uh, I'm, I'm sorry for, um, I'm sorry, sorry for talking shit or like saying bad stuff on your Instagram. Like I didn't mean to, but I'm a big fan. This is James Wilkie Broderick. Oh my and he, like, god! Says his whole name in it. It's wild. Oh my god! It's wild. So yeah, that was probably my biggest celeb feud to date. I wonder if Sean Penn has an aware. He must if his kids follow you. I would like to see you guys meet. I think he seems like he has so no sense of humor, no which is kind of why I chose his name. It's the perfect That if handle. someone tried to explain to him like the ironic combination of the fact that it's like official Sean Penn, it's on Instagram, it's like memes. Like I feel like he would just be like, what are you talking about? It's crazy. You can't, I was like checking. I was like, she probably can't get verified because you can't Mm-mm. get verified because you're not officially Sean Penn. I can't. I'll never get verified. <laughs> it's amazing. 
Um, I know. It's just another, just another hurdle oh towards God. that legitimacy I so crave. But so you're talking about live TV. So the, the, the MTV thing would be that ideally if, you know, yeah, if it, it happens. Just, and- it's just more the idea of, look, I've, as you said, I've got buckets of personality. Personality for days even. It's true. And I could get, I can riff all night long and be funny. Yeah. So I just want a venue in which I can do that. And that's what I'm working toward. Would you want to write a book? Yeah, but I think it's really corny when internet personalities write books and they're like, the official Sean Penn book. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to make my own name and it'd be like the Caroline Goldfarb book. Do you think it's a little corny when like a one-off famous Twitter profile is like, shit, my dad says the book. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, yeah. I mean, I don't follow like, the. who's the fat Jew? Uh, the fat Jew has a book. He does. Mm-hmm. Who is this? Are you? Do you know these or do you like these guys? How are you different? How are you? Would you say you're different from those people? Because I don't pay attention to them, but I pay attention to you, and I'm mm. like, I'm all about you. But like, oh, who are these guys? Who are the other ones? They're just um. There's the fat you and the who? Fuck Jerry. Fuck Jerry. But you. So they're the two kings of insta comedy. Oh really? Not crazy. But don't people hate them? People hate them because th- yeah, they're just personality devoid of real truth or personality and they're just reposting content from the internet and so and you're different tell me why you're different i know you are different but you in your own i find original content and i put my own captions with it Mm -hmm. and it's pictures and a weird sense of humor and a perversity that you won't find anywhere else it's very niche it's very feminist it's very dark and it's kind of like a play on what insta comedy is oh yeah putting my own spin on it so when you say you don't like books like you know you wouldn't want to do an official sean penn book you'd want to do a caroline goldfarb book i don't know what that even means but, I, but I, yeah let's look I'm at that so like, narcissistic no that, no you're not narcissistic you you have a oh god i'm gonna use word platform you have this platform you've got tons of followers you have a huge personality you're really smart what what do you want to say so you, let's say you you do a tv show well, let's make it about look, a book my heroes are this will sum it up for you really easily how dare you? my Keep two going. heroes are howard stern and wendy williams oh my god i love howard stern so much oh i love wendy williams too those are my two all-time greatest heroes they've been my heroes for a long long time howard stern's been my hero since i was like 10 years old yeah and i'm not a radio host i mean i have a podcast but it's a totally different thing but what i admire about both of them is they have giant personality-based media empires yeah and that's what i want that's what you want there you go. What would you talk about in your book? Oh, the you Caroline know, Goldfarb book. What chronicles of like, you know, my interactions with celebrities or my time in LA or dating yeah. or lessons I've learned. But as you know, it's hard for me to talk about myself. So hopefully is it, it really is. Why is that? Why do you, know. it's like you're hiding, you, you, you know, at the forefront, it's, it's the celebrity stuff and that's great and you can be funny and that's how your, your vehicle for I think being it's funny. it's easier for me to be funny when it's not about myself. I don't know. Because then it gets too real and dark. Cause you, you mentioned darkness or something. Are right. you, do you, listen, I'm, can you be here till two o'clock? Is mm-hmm. that okay? I'm like, I'm really putting on the fucking I know. Can Aristotle be here till two o'clock? Yeah. These are usually two hour interviews. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> You're like, can't I wait. Well, I'm going to know. It's good to know. Because I keep thinking, is it an hour? Are we wrapping up soon? Oh, you got to tell. No, but I'll tell you. time for me to Oh, I thought I made that clear. Up. Loosen up. Get cozy. And feel free to leave, leave at any moment. No, I'm not but, going anywhere, girl. But do you... Do you get insecure and like, do you get like, are you on antidepressants? Like, do you get dark? Cause I mean, I get, I spiral. It's funny. I'm not on antidepressants. I'm not either. And I don't know if I should be, but I'm not on them. I've been on them. But, you have been? Yeah. But I've never really had a therapist that I loved or was able to consistently see. I feel like I do have a lot of issues to work through though. Like, hmm. But all the therapists, I would just like get bored of them. 
Oh, you get bored of your therapist? And I never really liked them. Yeah. You're probably maybe too smart for them. Or you're like, I've had enough. I think I'm too smart for therapy. Like, I need really clinic, like, clin- clinical therapy. Like, I need to be told, like, okay, here's what you have. But people are like, talk about your day. Talk yeah. about what you did. I'm like, you're like, I do no. that with the guys I made on Raya. I know. Okay, I'm like, enough. I don't need this from you. This is yeah. like small talk. <laughs> when the small talk nature of therapy really gets to me, I'm like, I... What am I paying for here? Yeah. What am I paying for? Like, I have friends. I don't need you. I need you to be like, here's what's wrong with you. I mean, I actually was just thinking how I don't, I don't want labels for what for what might be wrong with me. I just uh, like I don't want to know if I if I'm OCD or if I have like weird things where I like you know. Do you pick at your face at all? It doesn't look like you you got great. No, skin. I had I used to have really bad acne and I would pop my pimples. Yeah, so, so fun I to totally do. get the pimp the skin picking thing. And I will like pluck in. I'm getting way real with you. Uh, yeah, I will like individually pluck hairs, like 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 because I get so OCD and I need to find control. Like that's how I control things when I feel out of control. So, but I don't want labels for that. I just want to go. Okay, this is the behavior I do. Uh, I, I pluck hairs out of my body, or I pop my my zits, or do something. You, I knew this girl that pulled her eyebrows out, trichotillomania. That's what it is. Yeah, but, but I don't even like the label. I just go. I know. I just pull hairs out of my body. I'd rather just refer to it as that. It's well, a little bit more. Lax. I totally get that impulse, though. Like, it, there's something so satisfying. There's something so satisfying about pulling anything out of one's yeah. own body. And that's why you need a boyfriend because then you can do that to him and then oh, not mess I'm up your face. I'm really aware though. I think that popping a boy's pimples is like... The end of romance? Yeah. So I can't do it. I really put a... There's a couple things that I don't let myself do. Like one what? is talk about any... Bathroom stuff? Any bathroom stuff. That's just a no... That's a personal boundary for me that I'm not willing to cross. Sure. I want to. Sometimes I'll take a giant dump and I'm like, oh, I want to share this with someone that was the best dump of my entire life. Like talk about it or like show it to them? Not never show. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Not even to like my family or something. Yeah. And I was be like, oh my God, I just dumped like a champ and I wish I could just share this, share this feeling with someone. But I'm like, no, that's not allowed. That's what your friends are for or just like, you know, and the, the so that's a no, no. Yeah. And popping pimples on a guy like sure on my lovely boyfriend john have i've spotted some very poppable blackheads yeah. on his body and <laughs> sure my mind goes crazy with the the thought of just getting my long nails right in there and just having that sweet release yeah but i won't let myself do it because i know that it's not a good vibe not a good luck yeah it is not a good luck it is the end of romance i mean i've done it before with boyfriends but and those have ended. Yeah, there you go. I don't even like to admit that girls go to the bathroom. I like to live in a fictitious world where girls are just perfect. I put a lot of pressure on myself, I guess. But like, I don't with men. You don't I, like I to don't admit want... to with men. I mean, yeah, I just don't. Yeah, you know, we've already lost Aristotle's. Like, I can't take it. So that's why he keeps this uh, weird, uh, you know, pressure I put on myself. It is. Going. There is. I like Aristotle. He just left the room. But don't get me wrong. There is a uh, because it's a really girl girly girl chat. Do you have any insecurities about like? stopping yourself because there's a guy in the room that might be judging you no i just uh you face him out and you're also facing away from him i have to face away from him and uh i have my own issues with aristotle where i'm like he's hot he's dude. so it's really when we were talking about my nipples and stuff i was like i don't want aristotle it was complicated because <gasps> oh i god. wanted him to look at them but i also like didn't want him to oh look my god at them. oh he's he's been in a seven-year relationship with his girlfriend oh uh, see this is the kind of information that guys need to wear on a shirt oh <laughs> like every guy relationship status should just be like tattooed on his face so i don't even have to think about it i, know. I don't have to be like am i learning but uh yeah he's in a seven-year relationship he is so quiet and i'm always oh worried god. like i just project all this stuff on him where i'm like oh my god he hates me like every Same. and uh 
and then he's really bad at returning texts or emails. And like, I was to be like, let me know. Can you get back to me? And I'll spiral. Like I'm, I'm such, I, I'm meditating and I'm more aggro now, now that I'm like talking about or trying to meditate than I've ever been in my entire life. Wow. So yesterday I'm like, I'm going to get to the studio. See you tomorrow. And I didn't hear from him right away. I sent him like eight text messages oh of me God. panicking, spiraling. And, uh, and then I was like, oh my God. Now Aristotle thinks I'm an anxious monster texting him so much yeah. like a nut. He probably hates me. He's probably talking shit about me. He just probably thinks I'm. And then I had to actively make him less important in my mind. I just like have a lot of thoughts and feelings about Aristotle. How could he not? He's he, as you said, the podcast is really important to you and you talk about it all the time. And he's like your podcast daddy. He's my podcast daddy. Podcast cohort. daddy issues. Oh, God. And, but then last night, but he's only 24. And then last night wow. I thought, I thought I got to take my power back in my mind. And I've got to do the work on my own and not include him because I'm, you know, this is all about me and my insecurities with Aristotle. So I actively, no disrespect to his girlfriend, who I'm sure does not listen to this podcast, but I actively yeah. try to take my power back by visually wondering what it would be like to have sex with Aristotle. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Like that you whisper into Look, the mic. <laughs> have I thought about having sex with Aristotle like, multiple times since we sat down? Yeah. So what you're saying isn't that shocking. He's so hot, isn't it? But I've never actually thought about having sex with him. But then I thought, I need to get my power back. How am I going to do that? I'm going to do that in a sexual way in my head. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is the first time I've ever thought about having sex with Aristotle. I wonder if he thinks about that uh, with, about, with me. And then I thought, and I'm almost done with this Aristotle rant about him judging me and maybe not liking me. I went, you know what? I'm just, he might, this is all in my head. I'm going to reframe this. Who cares about all this? I'm just going to go the whole other way and just assume that he loves me and he loves my uh, my tech spirals. I mean, he doesn't, I'm sure. But no, like, but I like that attitude. Just assume that everyone's it. in love with you. I'd they want be, to fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to start thinking that because it's a lot nicer for me and, yeah. I, and less internal suffering. And it's equally fantasy-based, but it's at least positive in Positive. The so do you internally spiral? Because I like to ask <sighs> my guests that. My big thing used to be getting crushes on guys and going through sometimes it'd be years of like wondering does he secretly like me like and the crush would be so so insane really and so fantasy based and just so not of this actual earth and of this world and it would just be me projecting onto him and like fantasizing about dating him and we'd be getting closer as friends and further you know it was just so crazy yeah uh, so that was a big spiral thing for me. And I do spiral. Like for me, it's as you heard me spiral earlier, like career based stuff. And I start getting down on myself and like wondering what it all means. Oh, I didn't even notice that as a spiral. That was, but you got, you that was got like a little taste of a spiral. A little taste. Like of a if spiral. I have, an, if I have negative stuff go on in my career, it's just like, I'm so depressed. Yeah. I don't know. That's, I spiral about career and like thank God I'm dating someone now, but it would be boys were like really bad for me. Really? Getting crushes on boys that were such bad news that were like probably gay or like weren't interested or like this one guy I had a crush on for so long. He was like this very secretive artist at ADHD and he was so hot and like we were great friends, but he was like very Aristotle vibes, like so secretive, quiet, like yeah. you're just projecting God oh. knows what onto them. That's all. Bunch and of it was years. Yeah. It was like a year because we were coworkers. I'd see him every day. It would just get worse and worse. And, like we hung out a couple times on the weekend and that was like death for me. But then it turns out he had like a girlfriend the whole time. Oh my God. Is that so wild? Yeah. I've had that with guys too where they're like, oh, I'm I'm married or we're on a break and I'm like, where's your wedding ring? Why are you hanging? I'm so confused. Like we didn't do anything sexually but i'm like well, what is my this whole manipulation thing is that guys have so much ego and they know you have a crush on them or they love the attention in some way and they're actively they're actively encouraging you yeah oh god i'm so glad I'm, I, I i i'm happy to be taking a year off and i know it's so dumb to be saying i'm taking a year off but for me i i'm such a habitual dater mm. like whether even if i'm single i'm so habitually like 
flirting, pay, uh, putting a. It's just like, always obsessed. a constant there's in your life. Always, there's somebody's, some somebody's always living in my head. There's a flirtation yes, going on. I'm that's wondering. That's a painful thing. Living in my head. Yeah. And, I, and I'm considering a person or I'm or my self worth is somehow, even though I think it isn't, it is like wrapped up in like, did he text me? Like I'm attached somehow. I'm tethered to something. And right now I'm finally at the point where that's why I have to make such a grandiose, grandiose statement. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not dating for a year because I need to say that to myself to be like, no, we're really doing this. And like right now I'm not hooked into anybody. I'm not like, because, uh, yeah, it's like painful. It's, it's crazy. I've just been. Uh, it's so painful to have your self worth be tethered to like an imaginary other. And I thought I was better than that, but it's like, it's like I all I do is like talk. I, and I don't know. I would like freak out and spiral. And like, oh my god, my friends were saints. Like I would be texting them like, oh my god, like okay, so and so did this thing at work today, and da da da, and it'd be like the most inane minutia of human interaction and I would be genuinely trying to ask their advice for this stuff my friends too they put up a, like the barista at my Starbucks like knows he's like enough yeah, yeah. just like what no I would mean? be going to strangers too I'd yeah. be like so it was it was in these darkest obsession periods but it's like an Uber driver anyone where I, it would come up and I would like find a way to be like well there's this guy like I don't know if he likes me and I would like just try to use anyone as an audience yeah and was, then, but then all of a sudden you start getting all these different opinions. Oh, all that's and the other it, thing. It confuses it even more. I yeah. know because so many people, first of all, let's just say this. If you're ever wondering if a guy likes you, he doesn't, he doesn't like, like you. you. Oh, and anytime <laughs> that any anyone tells you otherwise, like all my girlfriends that I'm going to say it enabled me yeah. to think that maybe we had a chance. Yeah. They're bad friends. Yeah. Like I wish I had more people around me that were like. Caroline, Next. shake out of it. Yeah. Here, I'm putting you on a blind date with my friend. I'm getting doing this for you. Like, because they enabled me. Like, there's a lot of girls that were like, I don't know. Like, honestly, I think you have a chance. Like, it seems like he does like you, but he's like scared and really shy. And you have to make the first move. I was like, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, she's right. Because the minute you hear that little taste of positive reinforcement for your insanity, yeah. you're like, oh, they're right. They're my best totally. friend. Totally. Yeah, they're like this girl's smart. She yeah. knows. Yeah, that's why. That's why I don't want to mess. That's why I don't want to message first. Or it's like I want to see what's coming for me right now. It's like I want to like if I want to take the you know what though, Alexi, yeah. a real guy will message first. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you don't even need to worry about the fact that you're putting that energy out there because in the end, the guy that you choose, the guy that will come to you and be loving, he will do those things that in your head you're like that you want. Yeah, he is gonna do those things. And guys that aren't doing those things, and you're like, well, sure, I message him first, and but but like, just this people, is different. Why does people? And you're like future. trying to rationalize or whatever. Those will never be the guys for you. Like, yeah, I was listening to because I love podcasts. I was listening to Reggie Watts on the the Pete Holmes podcast, mm. and he was just talking. And they were talking about like how they interact with women. I mean, uh, and just talking about like uh, how they're old school, like chivalrous or something. Or is that right? <laughs> That's but, how they um, should be. Yeah, it's like holding doors. Oh my god, Aristotle's coming back. Everything's gonna change. Maybe it's better when you were gone, Aristotle. We could, <laughs> he's like, sorry, can't do anything about it. Uh, he's playing Pokemon. It's totally cool. Are you playing Pokemon? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, where are we? But uh, no, we're fine. He's totally cool with all this. Um, oh, I did talk about you, though, Aristotle. Yeah, don't, we talked about you this episode. The time I had gone. to talk about, like, oh, about weird stuff that went on in my mind about you yesterday. He doesn't care. Aristotle does not even care. He's a he's quiet, like, <laughs> strong and silent type. And that's good. It's going to okay. get you far in this world. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but they were talking about uh, on this podcast about how like they like to hold doors for women. They like to pay for for girls meals, not because they expect anything, uh, but because it's like it makes them feel like men. You know, it just makes them feel. Uh, that's how I feel. I feel like men want to feel like men. Yeah. Give them the, the men that I want to be with want to feel like men. Yeah. 
And and then I'm more than happy to partake in this two-way street of traditional male-female roles. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, we're already on the other side. We have careers. We're looking out for ourselves. We're doing all the things that we're doing. It's like, but in a romantic relationship, I want to be, I'm not dominated, but I do want to feel like I belong to somebody. I want to feel like I want to play the old traditional roles. Sorry. Totally. Anyway. No, are you kidding? I want to pop out four to five babies for someone. Do you really? Mm-hmm. You want kids? Yeah, I think so. What about you? I want, I mean, like it one or two kids. It scares me, the thought of, I don't even want to say it. What? Birth. It does? The birthing process. That's one. I was actually thinking, why do I want to have a kid? Because I want to experience. We're women. Only we are able to experience this. Coming I, close to God like that. I, I want to know what it's like to fucking have a human being come out of my vagina. I want to be like the 60s. I want them to put me out like Betty Draper. <laughs> and I just want to wake up in a twilight with a baby in my arms wearing a beautiful moo-moo. <laughs> to be like... I don't know what happened, but I think I just had a baby. I want the epidural, but I want to, but I, but I want to push the baby out of my privates because I can. But I might age mm-hmm. out of the thing. I don't know. I've not met the guy. I'm on this year sabbatical. Like, right? It's not the time on your year sabbatical to discuss. But it's okay. We can talk all about all of it. But uh, and you want to get married? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm the most traditional. You're the most traditional. Do you think this guy could be the guy, or is this like too much to be asking you? No, I mean, I honestly, he's not, not going to listen. Is I don't he? think so. Why would he? He's got his own life. I mean, the problem is, like, with social media, you never know. Like, that's just a link away. It's just a link away. Look, I would love, I would be, I would love, depending on how things go, I would be honored to be his wife. He's an amazing person. But it's just too scary to get real like that. Look, in my, honestly, I'm going to whisper because oh, I want to marry him, like, so badly. You do? Yeah, but I'm afraid if I say it out loud, he's going to think I'm crazy. No, it's good to put it into the ether. It's good. But I, I want to know. No. I'm like, we just whisper the rest of the podcast. Look, I'll tell you, let me tell you this. So I have, as I mentioned before, a really traditional Persian mom yeah. who comes from a line of like matchmakers and soothsayers and people, you know, she knows tricks with men that. What? So Tell I've me. learned, oh, I can give you all the advice okay. for nailing a man down because she's walked me through since day one on how to make this guy my, hu- like from when I met him, I was like, oh, I can marry this guy. No problem. Yeah. I was like, well, you're gonna have to listen to me. I'm going to tell you how to do it. Tell me. First off, <laughs> no sleeping with a guy until at least one month. Better two months. That's, by the way, your sabbatical, when I do dive back into the dating pool. At least. And I, you need to, I want, and it's week two, week three, you're going to be like, this is stupid. Yeah. I don't need this. We're in 2016. What do I need to be doing this for? Oh my God, I'm just falling prey to all the horrible things. And I'm just going to have sex with him. I'm an independent woman. No. It's just a rule that works, and it'll work forever. Honestly, go get Steve Harvey's book. Yeah, oh my god, act like a lady and think like a man because that really sums up a lot of the lessons. It's corny as fuck when you read it. Like you're gonna read and be like, I can't. But it's just the lessons in it are very salient, and I really, really, really believe in them. Keep going. Do not have sex. He recommends three months. Oh my god. He recommends three months before having sex because the right guy will wait. He won't care. You're right. And the more you wait, the hotter it is to a guy. Especially if you're like, I just want to. I really like you. He's like so hot. Wait, can he go down on you? Do you give a blowjob? No, you don't even give a blowjob. No blowjobs. No, definitely no blowjobs. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my Are you God. crazy, girl? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not a blowjob. Even with my current... Yeah, I mean, no, we didn't do anything. I was like really... Oh but we God. only did one month and I wish we waited longer even. Oh my God, I'm going to wait three months. 
You should. It's really hard though. Aristotle is like, I don't know, Alexi, this could be problematic. <laughs> like, He's like, I'll believe it when I see oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, yeah, so waiting three months, Steve Harvey, you got your cool mom. Um, and it's true, you really have to be feminine. Like, don't wear weird shit on dates. Like, look as not you don't have to be like a nun, but wear really classy, beautiful outfits. Nothing hoey, no crop tops. Look like the most refined woman in your head that you want to be. Because there's something to be said for the visual and men want to feel like they're with someone they could marry or someone that they'd want to be the mother of their kids. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, my mom gives me so much advice. I don't even know where to start. Please, please don't stop. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Advice on dating. Okay. Sex. I told you about sex. Um, I mean. Feminine flowy stuff. Feminine flowy like jewelry. Just look like a goddess. Okay. Don't look like a hoe off the street. But what about I, I just you wanna... should always be flirty with other not too flirty, but like just little flirty with other guys in front of the guy you're dating. Yeah, just there's like a Persian word for it. And it's so funny. When my mom says it. It's what called like it? goo goo or something where you're like kind of like goo gooey. Goo goo. And so the guy like is kind of like aware that, oh, my God, I'm with a hot girl and other guys would want her. Yeah. You want your guy to feel like he has a prize. Okay, men love the chase. You got to always make the guy feel like he's chasing you. Oh, my Especially God. Especially for those first few dates and stuff. The guy has to plan the second date the second date should be an activity by the way and they should plan it if it's not a trip to like a museum or like something where you're doing something that should be the second date always okay so i've been failing my entire life i wasn't doing the i wasn't doing the stuff either i've been having sex for me i had sex on a fourth date and i was oh like i can't believe i waited so long two weeks i can't believe it no, i'm incredible and it's so crazy <laughs> but sex really changes things it really in such does. a crazy way and you really i'm Look, I'm susceptible to it too. I'm an independent woman. I own my body. This pussy is 2016 pussy and yeah. I can do whatever I want with it. But no. I also feel like we hide behind these pop culture phrases like, okay, sex positive, sex positive. I've been sex positive forever. Don't be I've sex been, positive. I've been wild. I'm over sex, being blah, sex positive. Blah, I'm like a powerful woman, blah, blah, feminist. I'm like, mm-hmm. so I'm used, I, I feel like our culture now is using those words, like girls are using these words. To as almost as crutches and excuses to hide behind to just be wild. I agree. But at the same time, it's like, no, do the work, look deeper. Yeah, you can be wild, but also you can also not. It doesn't mean you're a prude. It means you're actually, you're taking control of your body saying like, I don't need to, you know, uh, go the whole other way. Does that make sense? I'm, I don't know if I'm landing this information. Look, this, this, is, this is the end of it. Okay. Your pussy is your most, think of it as your hope diamond. My hope diamond. Your vagina is the most valuable, more valuable than any car, any ring, anything that a guy wants in this world. Oh my God. So are you going to give this guy your hope diamond after four dates? That's worth a lot of money. You're just going to give it to him? I'm actually writing this out. I'm writing it. Lexi's taking notes. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> okay. I'll be sending out a syllabus later and I'm going to recommend you browse through those reading materials Hold, if you okay. want to get an egg. Don't lose track. What else is your... So Goo Goo You're, on the date. I'm going back to this pussy thing because I cannot stress it enough. Hope Diamond. It is your only... It is your only weapon in this crazy game of male-female relations. It is your only card. It's your ace, okay? This is your royal flush. This is your biggest power move. Okay. And you got to wait... And you gotta use it wisely. That's all I'll say. Oh my god, who am I supposed to date? Who? Do, I'm sorry. Now I'm turning back to me. It's a, no, I, no, no, I, no. I, I like talking about you. It's it's very nice. Hide, hide in talking about me. I know it's or, a, so comfortable for me. I like it so you, much. We barely know each other. I'm lucky to be sitting in the same room with you. I'm lucky to have met you at Cine Family. From what little you know of me, who should you which, be dating? Who do you? You should. How old are you? 
I'm 35. You need to be dating a guy in his 40s. Okay. No question. Okay. You need to be dating a guy who has a career. A guy, I mean, Alexi, don't be scared of like a guy who maybe has a kid or something. Okay. The point is that you want a responsible guy. A good guy. I think that's always the answer. What's his job? What's his profession? I mean, look, if we're lucky, it'll be a doctor or a lawyer. But let's face it. If I'm lucky, I'll sprout a pair of wings and fly to Hawaii tomorrow. (laughs) It's not always going to happen that way. But it's more about someone who has security and a path. I mean, who should you be dating? Think of places, guys you've met before that maybe you didn't look at the first time and you wrote them off because they're nerdy. You'd be dating a nerdy guy. And this guy needs to love you way more than you love him okay so the power balance always has to be that way so think of guys that you cast aside like a nerd that you know is kind of in love with you that you're just like oh he's not as sexy as i would like or something like that because guys (laughs) aristotle we know your relationship (laughs) is not about you (laughs) but think about it guys who are obsessed with you a guy who loves you more than you love him and guys that you think are nerdy now always age better hot guys in their 20s and 30s will age poorly you want a guy that has a lot room to grow, room for improvement. Oh my god, the hand gestures alone and all <laughs> this fucking knowledge you're dropping on me right now. Hey, I could drop it all day. Okay, wait. I just want I don't want to miss out on any of this. Not a performer, not famous, right? Oh my god. No performers, no, no performers. stand-ups. No stand-ups. Alexi, you no need actors. to be the star. I need you to be the star. You are the star of the relationship. You are the one who he's going to be delighted by your little tales and your little gesture movements. Like, you need to be the star. Okay, so I can still be a thousand percent Because I get worried that people can't no, accept me. you can me. be a thousand percent you. Well, actually, no, Alexei, you can't be a thousand percent you. I can't? You gotta, you don't, like, change yourself, but you need to be a little coy. I you need to, to you, you gotta let it out. It's a ge- it's a gradual process. You don't let it all out at, right up top. You might think like, oh, I should be the real me now because, you know, like he- he'll see it eventually and all this and that. No. But can he see it on this pod? If he adores me, don't you think he's going to be listening to my podcast? And then he- how is he going to miss me? Same as you, actually. But you don't have to worry about this because you don't put your real self now, out do there. You see why I don't put my real self out there? But how do you think I'm living my life? I've been living my life online for so your long. I might really love your career and respect your podcast, but... Maybe be a different, like more feminine on the in my real life, which is actually how what I do. I do the Patty Stanger, like lean. Like, do you listen? You watch Patty Stanger? I love. She's another one of my heroes. I didn't yeah. mention her, but yeah. she's amazing. Okay, so so like you know, I lead. I do lead in a different way in my personal life, where I am more like feminine. I want Demure, the guy to be good. Yeah. feminine, goo goo, goo gooey. Keep going. So okay, I may have cast him aside. He might have a kid. He's in his forties. He's not a performer. He's not famous. Don't I don't meet him on Raya. You, I don't think Keep you're going. meet him on Raya. What else do we need to? Because this is like for all the girls out there. Oh, I hope the ladies are getting something from this. Yeah, what else is your mom? What other kernels of knowledge? My genius Persian mom is, she just, she's whipping out these kernels constantly. I mean, I wish she were here. She's really. We should get her on the line. I know. We should have a phone call with her. I think, but I Um, don't like wish we could talk to her. Okay. She also says, I don't know. Ask me more questions. Um, What, your parents still together? No, they divorced when I was really young. My mom is. Is she dating anybody new? She's not dating right now, but she's been married many times. This does not negate everything you just said. No, I know that that's a little hard to hear, but she really is an expert. She's been through it all. Yeah. She has dated. She's she's just really smart with this stuff. And I think there's something about these traditional rules that you might, you know, dismiss initially because they sound really 
old school. I do like the idea of waiting and not giving the hope diamond away because that's already what I intended to do when I when I start when I feel ready. Because my goal is I want to feel so solid on my own and like not feel like the need to like identify with a guy or um, have somebody complete me. I want to be feel so good. I'm telling you, if you keep that pussy away, yeah, he'll treat you like a princess, and you won't even need to be trying. But also, like, is there a, just a side note to counter this? If you date, if you're if you're with somebody who loves you more than you love them mm-hmm. is it semi-miserable if i'm dating some nerd who i i idealize i think that me, is a more controversial of the rules i think but it's a real thing i've heard that before i get that but at the same time i've dated guys who i feel like i feel like they like me so much more than i like them that i can that they're salivating more you don't want it to be so much so me. that it's repulsive yeah where it's repulsive i think there's definitely some a happy medium. sometimes a guy is so into you that you literally want to throw up you're like I suck. Why do you like me this much? Yeah. But it's more about like, you don't ever, that power imbalance of being like, is he going to text? Like, what's he doing right now? I'm so done with that. that. Like, that's such a specific feeling. Whereas I feel like if it's a guy that likes you more than you like him, you never have that. And he's like, always texting you to set a date oh that's true i've had that before too where it's like i like him but also i know but he's like I showing know he up for me, me. Exactly. i know he likes me. all i have to do is show up and then and he's He'll got show it covered up. exactly it's all meeting each other halfway i'm just trying to keep on this journey of being single learning figuring out who i am what i'm up to and then not get an std like along the way. i just like i feel like i'm just trying to like i'm just terrified i don't want to like I don't know. Just being single and throwing myself out into the world. Have you had sex with many people? I mean, none of my business, but uh, you don't no, have to answer any a, of this. I have, I, I actually. Have, I yeah. have. I'm definitely in, well, maybe not. I mean, I'm in the 20s. All right. I think I win. But no, I think <laughs> Or lose. I mean, well. Yeah. And I, I don't have it. I'm just like, ter- I don't know. It's like scary. Be- I, I've got to start holding myself back because I don't want to. Uh, no, those days are behind you. That's yeah. not going to get you anywhere. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I give myself away too free. What am I doing? I thought, Why are you I giving I, your hope? Would you give the hope diamond to some guy you met off the street? No. Well, I have. But the thing is, I used to be like, I'm, I love sex. I'm a sexual person. I love sex. I'm choosing this. But not that I've really been looking at because myself being like, deep Why? inside, you're like, do guys I, like that? Or is he going to get mad at me if I don't? He's expecting this. Oh, my goodness. Like, Bye. Uh, nice yeah, to meet you I if you're mad to, at me. Yeah. So I have to. I'm rethinking all of this. But, Honestly, uh, go get that Steve Harvey book. I will. Act like a woman. Think like a man. It's corny, but. I will say this to my grave. That shit has the lessons you need to learn. Have you read Why Men Love Bitches? Yes. My I mom made that. me read that I book. I have that too. Oh my God. That's yeah. a good one. That's all that all, I, all that stuff. Why Men Love Bitches. I mean, okay. The other thing that mom says, and I have a lot of trouble living this truth. I'm starving. Keep going. No, please. Is that you should be kind of like an aloof bitch. Mm-hmm. This is really hard for me because I'm the biggest people pleaser you are? Yeah, I'm a people pleaser. Okay. I'm really codependent. Yeah, me too. I want people to like me. me I'm, I just bend over backwards. Like in the same way that I was really entertaining you earlier with my glowing personality, that all comes from a place of being like, I, wanna- I need to make Alexi, I need to be the best guest on this podcast and like be so funny and and I'm like that in anything, in any relationship. But you're enough already. That's why I try to tire you out. So the second hour, it's just you. <laughs> it's you're just like, oh my it. God. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So sh- you you have to put those people-pleasing uh, motive. You have to put all that stuff aside yeah. and be kind of an unattainable bitch. It's really hard. I'm excited. That part's really hard for me, though. I'm excited about that, and I'm, I feel like I'm on my way, but the whole d- dressing feminine, all I want to do on, while I'm not dating is wear baseball caps, no makeup, and like 
dress like Andrew, like Andrew WK, and mm. just wear like outfits that I'm like, I don't you give a put fuck. Makeup on every time you leave the house. I, actually, that's 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 advice I used to give on my blog all the time. I, I do feel the same way. I am wearing makeup today. It's the, the, like I'm not wearing makeup, but I am wearing makeup. Look, well, look. Like a bit. Obviously, if you're going out to work out or doing a podcast, I, mean, I don't do that. But uh, yeah, but I, I, you know, listen. But I just I want our baseball caps and just feel like I'm letting my freak flag fly. I don't give a fuck. No, I don't look, look for you. You can be like made up all the time. It's crazy, but it's um, more for your. If you're going on a date with a guy, of look course. like a goddamn goddess. Um, I wonder. Oh, Aristotle, answer this. I have a question for you because you're a young, modern man. Mm. You're in relationships. You're a good boyfriend. He talks about all the wonderful things he does for his girlfriend Aww. and like how he surprises her and anniversaries and blah blah blah. Aww. I I don't believe men want to get married nowadays. Why do men get married? Oh, that's another thing. All men don't want to get married. That's what I'm saying. And it's going to be a, a losing battle until the end. It's going to be a bitter battle and no one wants to give up their freedom. Yeah. But that's a, that's a classic thing. That's been going on forever. And they're, it's, they just don't want to. But So why would we want to make somebody do something they don't want to do? Because they do want to get married. They it's do? just more, it's like, it's not going to fall into your hands. Like, if I just date this guy for a year, he's going to propose. Yeah. Like, you need to be working overtime underground, if you know what I'm saying. No, I don't. I want to know. Like, why, how... Okay, first of all, you're not supposed to live with a guy until you marry him. You okay. know that? Oh, no. You're not supposed to live with a guy. Keep these kernels, <laughs> these nuggets coming. Okay, so, yeah. Because then that's just giving away the Hope Diamond, but, like, 24-7. But Aristotle, I want to know your answer to what Alexia asked. Like, do you, as a man right now, all right, seven-year relationship, you're 24, you've got great hair, you're gorgeous, you don't know it, which is, like, hilarious. You have no clue, and you play this weird grumpy quiet guy role but um <laughs> why do you want to get married why don't you want to get married get on the mic we need you on the mic aristotle you're a character on the show oh my god don't listen back I'm to this so episode because i said some crazy stuff about you when you were gone oh my god i'm so happy aristotle's joining us I that was a joke no it's oh. true no but i actually thought about you for the first time in a sexual way oh my god because i was like i think i just i texted you way too much yesterday because i had a panic attack while i was meditating i'm getting weirder i was sitting right there you were and my phone was on silent oh it was yeah but you weren't actively ignoring me i was no. like he's fucking with me on purpose i would never do that he's a good guy i don't know i don't know so then i, I tried to take my power back is what i was saying to caroline mm-hmm. i tried to take my power back i went how can i get my power back and not feel like aristotle's judging me now so i went i'm gonna have sex with them in my mind i had sex with them and then i was like is this what it'd be like that sex there so anyway blah, blah blah whatever don't listen back don't tell your girlfriend okay so that's what she said so um <laughs> so i feel like men don't want to get married that they would never do you agree with this uh, I agree. I knew it. It's so true. And why don't you want to get married? My reason is just more like it feels uh like a a settling thing, and I feel like I've got a I've got a lot of passion. I've got a lot of anger. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of venom in my veins, still waiting to do other things. And the woman is the evil wench who put well, you in shackles. Yeah, and you don't want to be that well, person. Not, I she also she's the same way. She's got she's. Also, figuring her career out. She's a little just more. saying that she wants to marry you. Oh my god! But you've oh, been... she says that all the time. Too. Oh, she does. <laughs> she does. Yeah. But wow. see, but you've like, like, we'll think about that later. So why would We've you get married? To do now. But why? So you've been together for seven years. So you you are monogamous. You're not mm-hmm. a cheater. You're in a monogamous relationship. You live with your girlfriend. Oh, he lives with her. That though. was a big mistake. But he's also so yeah. You've, you're like because you're like oh I got I got the best of both worlds. You're saving money on rent. Mm-hmm. You're splitting it. But. Why would you want to get married? Look into your soul. Because I do feel like it's some, a lot of men do get married and seem happy. Chris no, Hardwick I mean, got married. To a hearse. I know. That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> but Lucky if, him. But what would, what, what, why would you want to get married? Love and the show of it all and all that kind of stuff. But right now, you know, still have to pay rent. Yeah. Still working on that. So some men might want to get married. I think when men hit 30, 
I think that something switches and it becomes more of a reality for them. Or when they're close to 30. Or even I feel like men in their... 35 for you can get out of here. Aristotle's like, can I can I leave now? Uh, thank Aristotle. you very much. Aristotle, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um yeah. So yeah, for me though, because I feel like I used to date so much and have sex with so many many people, blah, whatever, and uh and be fine with it and not be like, whatever. I feel like now, because I'm way more into my career than ever before. I don't even have the time to sleep with more than one person or date more than one person. So you I shouldn't like, be dating more than one person. Yeah. Well, and I feel like men get to the point where they're like they use marriage or they use relationship in an other in a smart way where they go this I can check that off the list I'm grounded in that so I can flourish in my career so it kind of like settles them and then they've got a helper and a partner men have it easier yeah no matter how you slice it okay okay another thing that I want to say before I forget yeah when you're first dating someone you should have like a couple guy like in the first few dates that's not Bethany like Frankel's book did you read Bethany Frankel's book I love her but I haven't read her book uh, I get I got the audio book for, you know I got exa- exactly oh god uh, oh god I forget it. you know uh it's called I suck at relationships so you don't have to yeah. I listen to this on repeat when I am dating like gospel it's so great anyway go on well, a few the rotation. You, but the before burner. you're serious about guy, a yeah. guy, mm-hmm. you should have a couple because it's that same thing. Both you and I, what obsess, you have a tendency to obsess. You can just become lost in your own head of like the texting game with this guy, or waiting for them to respond, or what are we going to make plans? And you need to space that wild energy out on a couple guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want all your self worth to be wrapped up in one guy where he has the power to make or break you, where you're crumbling and like, yeah, okay. I mean, it's hard because it's like hard enough to meet one nice guy. Yeah. How am I going to find two perfectly nice guys to date? But yeah, I just do. You feel like wait, your so your boyfriend accepts you. Mm-hmm. He gets your personality. Mm-hmm. He's your big personality on and off the internet, right? It's true. And are you your authentic self with him in behind closed doors? Do you think? Yeah, I think I'm my authentic self. But as you say, you know, there's pretty demure taking a little bit of a backseat. Yeah, there's definitely some of that going on. That's good. A little. You know, maybe a lion right now. Oh, God. You know, I'm a sweet little tabby at home. <laughs> oh, my God. I've learned so much. I can't believe this. I didn't know this was going to turn into such a relationship, uh, advi- which is like usually where I, where I like to uh, head and thrive in. What? Okay. Sorry. Oh, God. I was just going to say, I feel like I feel like you got some my walls down. Yeah. And we talked a little more. Do you get to see a little more of the girl I that got, you wanted to I, I see? I did. Yeah. What else do I want to ask you before I release you? Oh, my God. I got nothing but time. What are you excited about next? What's next? You got, well, you got the cool boyfriend. I got a cool boy. I am really excited to work with MTV and hopefully make something really cool for them. When are you shooting that? Probably next year. That's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Really exciting. And I'm, I don't know, I'm just excited to see where my weird career will take me. It's taken me in a lot of amazing places so far and we'll see when uh keeps popping off have you ever done red carpet stuff where you're like because i feel like why is not why is e or some weird online i mean you work for buzzfeed for a moment right i did work for buzzfeed for a hot minute how was that i had alex blagg here he was at buzzfeed oh, too yeah. do you know him i know that name but i don't think i met him at buzzfeed he used to he used to have a thing called blag blog huh well i worked <laughs> for buzzfeed for three months oh okay fired <laughs> on your website though it's like i think it's like I a little shishi it. to have it on there yeah it's funny i love it i mean basically the way buzzfeed works like a lot of employers is that they do a three-month residency or trial period for new hires if they're like on the fence about you 
and you work three months, you don't get any benefits, but they're like, you feel us out, we'll fill you out. And your girl did not get asked oh, to stay. What did you do at Super Deluxe? I wasn't at Super Deluxe. Oh. Um, I thought it was on your website. Mm, Who cares? It's a blip on but social media. I almost media. made a show with them, but MTV, this crazy contract for a show that's not even real, has me in such a my nuts in a vice grip i can't do any serialized Good. unscripted content with anyone else so we, like, almost gonna do a show with super deluxe but it fell through yeah so just a side note just to get back to okay so you're you're hilarious you're a multi-hyphenate you're doing all these things you've got mm-hmm. a big personality we talked about dating i want to be like wendy williams howard stern bethany frankel uh, yeah. patty singer you name it oh my god okay so we, we know all about that career relationships, all that stuff, just to internalize little bits. Mm. Okay, let's, we're zooming out again. We zoomed in, we zoomed out. We're zoom in, here and there. Okay. okay, so since we are, we all just, we are all just going to die at some point. We're living our lives. We're trying our best. We're, we're here right now. When you are internally spiraling, mm. when you're having moments where you're overthinking or mm. whatever it has to do with career or relationships or whatever, because uh, I just want to make sure I get a solid answer for this so it can be helpful to like other people listening who like look up to you and love you and go, wow, she goes through this. I can't believe she goes through it and I go through it too. I, you know, and how do you get out of those moments? How long are, do you spiral in the darkness and what tools do you use to get out of your own way? Well, I think you always have to have a friend that you can spiral with openly and they can talk you out of it. And it shouldn't be your boyfriend, and right? It should not be your boyfriend. Keep going. I think that for me, it's all about perspective and keeping in mind how long life is. And the only thing that's a certain thing in this life is that there is uncertainty. Yeah. That we don't know what's going to happen. And then ups and downs are so normal. And a lot of the times, it's probably just your hormones. Oh. Like a lot of the time I'm spiraling or really angry and I text my spiral friend, Katie. She'll be like, are you about to get your period? Do you have period tracker? I don't. Is that the one with little bugs and stuff i don't know maybe so yes yes you got to get download period tracker because i will be freaking out and then i'll look at that and i'll be like you're one day away from getting your period and i'm like i can't believe it yeah that's always the answer so you got your friend to spiral but like how do you get out of the spiral let's say there are no friends nobody's picking up you're not about to get your period you're just feeling down you're overthinking you're like is everything gonna be okay i can't believe it does everybody love me or hate me then i just eat a bunch of sour candy no something that makes me feel good and hope for the best you don't meditate you don't go to therapy and you're not an antidepressants oh I know. I need to do one of those three things, though. Or all or yoga. Uh, I do yoga. Exercise. Work, okay. You know what? Thank you. Working out and exercise is always an instant mood shifter for me. Okay. And I never. I hate exercising. I hate going to the gym. Every second of the drive to the gym or to Pilates class will be worse than the last. All I want to do is turn the car around and say, "What do I need to work out for? Missing one day won't kill me." Yeah. I just want to do this. Why do I have to be doing this? I'm a modern woman. My body doesn't make me ugly. <laughs> but. No matter what, every time I work out, I'm always leave going, I'm happy I did that. Yeah. That's really as simple as that. I have to go on hikes. I can't even go to the gym because I feel like for me, I go, well, I bought a gym membership. And for me, that's enough. Like just having the membership and then I just don't go. Gyms are so boring. I can't take it. I don't like the gym. But I I love going to little, yeah, hiking is so great. Group exercise classes. Yeah. Corny, but I like them. She likes them. It's not a crime. If so, take her away. Look, I like to get in a room with a bunch of other women and have another woman barking orders at all of us. God. With small aerobic movements with low weights. Oh my god. That's what I like. Um I could, I could ask you a million more questions. Well, like we didn't talk about Kanye, Kim Kardashian, uh, all the stuff. Do you like her? I love her. I love him. I'm like the biggest Kanye Kim fan you'll you ever not, meet. Have you not met uh, her or Khloe Kardashian, my favorite Kardashian, Khloe? I actually do love Kim now too, and I like Kanye. I love Kim. I think Khloe's a little problematic as of recently. Oh, why is that? I watched the entire uh, whatever uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians recently. 
Do you oh. watch Real Housewives of New York too? I on and off, on and off. On and um, off. That's my favorite of the franchises, yeah, though. Because Bethany's back, it's great. What I do you mean on Bethany. and off? What's wrong with the cable? I don't have cable. Oh, I guess, yeah. Okay. So it's so it's a whole pain in the ass to find it illegally. Yeah, I just the honest truth. Yeah, I actually steal my friend's uh, login. I steal her Amazon Prime, and then oh. I buy individual episodes, but it's oh. on her credit card. And then okay. I go, and then I take her out to dinner one day. I love it, and I apologize, and she's like, "It's fine." Oh, that's so sweet. It's horrible. I'm a monster, but yeah. So I love Kanye and Kim a lot. Mm-hmm. I love North. I love Saint. Mm-hmm. I love Chris. Mm-hmm. I love Kylie. I don't love Kendall. I love Courtney and Chloe. I'm on the fence about. Chloe's been having a problematic time as of late. She's so body focused. It's all about the she body. She looks great. But it's so it's so about the body. Like, has it taken away from her personality, do you think? I think so. She used to be funnier, tubbier? It's more not really that so much as she seems, especially on these last this last season of Kardashians, I saw a really dark side of Chloe and that she was still going on with this whole Lamar game. She's they're all such enablers. They enable yeah. Chloe to stay with Lamar and whatever fucked up relationship they have where she's like paying for him and has him in a house and he's like doing drugs and this thing went on for so long and to me that's just not healthy not how real humans operate yeah i'm like your body looks so good but you're literally still enabling lamar in such a crazy way like that's bad vibes i think he is gonna die though i truly do he has a death wish for sure yeah sad but also she tweeted a pic of chloe grace moretz's butthole which was which is a whole side thing she did when Chloe Grace Moretz like said shit on Kim, they're Twitter vicious. They like to get on Twitter and like beat people down. But she was like, "Hey, Chloe Grace Moretz, like, sorry, here's." Mm-mm. She like tweeted a picture of what she thought was her asshole, but it didn't actually turn out to be her butthole. But the fact that Chloe had the intent to tweet a picture of Chloe Grace Moretz's butthole to me is like a bad look. A bad look. You aren't snarky, and I love that about you. Aw, thank just, you, You're just Alexi. a fun Lisa Frank pop culture kind of explosion. Explosion. Well, listen. I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. What else is there to say? We there's said nothing. it all. We said it all. As Howard Stern would say, we I said mean, it I all. Think we said it all. We've said it. We've said it too much. Look but, at you. Uh, you said it all. Um, where can we find you? What do we need to know? Anything to plug? Or is out there in the world? Or uh, CarolineGoldfarb.com. There's a penis cursor there. Mm-hmm. At official Sean Penn. If you like the gram, if you like to laugh, that's pretty much it. Look for me uh, just blowing up your life in the near future. Do you regret doing this podcast? Not at all. I loved it. I wish we could do it again. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 